everyone, Kitty here. Before we dive into the podcast, I wanted to give you a couple of reminders. The first is that we touch on a lot of sensitive subjects that could be possible emotional and trauma triggers for people. If there are any topics that you're sensitive to, we recommend that before you watch any of the movies or listen to our podcasts, you check the website doesthedogdie.com. Also, this podcast is not kid-friendly and not safe for work. Please listen responsibly. Finally, this podcast contains spoilers. If you're like me and don't like spoilers, please watch the movie before listening. Thank you, and happy haunting. This is Hounds of Horror with Max. What is a non-fatal murder? <laughs> Victor. No, you're no, stupid. Doesn't matter how close you live to your house. But anyway. <laughs> and Kitty. A That's lot. a lot of words for I'm trying something instead of porn. <laughs> <laughs> I am Victor. Sir. I am Max, sir and madam. And I'm Kitty. And this is Sounds of Horror, our weekly horror podcast where we get together and discuss horror movies. Horror movies. Horror movies. We talk about horrors or movies. Horror <laughs> or movies. And movies. And, yeah. <laughs> I think we had a particularly horrific one this week. Yes. I have bad memories attached to this one. Holds up very well. But you can reach us at houndsofhorrorpod at gmail.com. And on Facebook and Instagram and all that fun. Instaface, Podstagram, Twittergram, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Twitterface, Tricycloplots. (laughs) So, Victor, what movie did we do this week? This week we did 28 Days Later. Mm -hmm. Oh my. Not to be confused with 28 Days, Mm -hmm. the Sandra Bullock movie. Which apparently was funny. It was, yeah. And I like Sandra Bullock. A rom-com. I think that that was the the prequel to this movie. She was actually the cause of the rage virus. (laughs) There's no way Sandra Bullock can be the cause of anything but good things. (laughs) No. The scientists put Miss Congeniality 2 on a loop and made the chimps watch it. (laughs) I like the one with her and um, Ryan Reynolds. What was that one? Her and Ryan Reynolds. pretty recent. The beach house? No. They go to like Alaska or something to his family's estate. And, like, they're pretending to get married because she's actually a Canadian citizen, and she, like, he agrees to do it so she can keep her citizenship. But she's, like, his boss at the editor place where they work. Paper? No, they, like, publish books. Oh, like an actual editor. Yeah. That's funny, because Ryan Reynolds is actually Canadian, I believe. I think he is. <laughs> Either that or they went to Canada. I don't know, but... um Might have been Canada. Something. Which is funny. It was funny. Um, oh, what's her, what's her face? Um, was in it, too. Betty White. Oh, wow. <laughs> she's great. She gives her, like, the family wedding dress to wear. And she's like, where's your boobs? I know they're in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, I did see that. I saw. I didn't see the movie. I saw the trailer. Uh, it was a good it. movie. It was cute. Yeah. Looked cute. Anyway, that's not what we watched in this <laughs> podcast. But thanks for that's not what we watched. Uh, a new segment. Next segment... <laughs> Next also, segment. another movie we did not watch. <laughs> Starring Betty White. Lake Placid. Oh, hey, um, Brendan Gleeson was in that. Brendan Gleeson was in that. Frank. He was in Lake Placid. He was actually in a lot of stuff. Oh, my God. Yes, he was. Um, Killian Murphy was, too, but, you know. I mean, All right. Um, I guess we're going to jump into it here. Yeah. That's yeah. the reason why not. Uh, so... I only did three actors for this because those like the important ones. Um, Killian Murphy, obviously, he played Jim. He was also 
the main character is still currently, I believe, the main character in Peaky Blinders, which I've never seen. Very good. Uh, and he was in a movie called Red Eye, which I actually thought was a pretty darn good movie. Um, although it had a somewhat cheese-filled ending. but um, I don't remember it super well, but I would like to go back and watch it again at some point. It, it's a good movie. Uh, he's like a really cool assassin. Slash, like, agent man. Agent man. <laughs> assassin agent man. <laughs> we also have Naomi Harris... Playing the lovely Selena. This metaphor just fell flat on its face. <laughs> I editing. Ran out of shit. But editing could save it. <laughs> and it will. <laughs> Anyways, Naomi Harris plays Selena. Just edit a joke in there. <laughs> Good one, Max. <laughs> Why uh, is Santa so good at karate? Why? Because he wears a black belt. (laughs) That means he's killed people. (laughs) I bet Santa has. You can't live for 500 years without killing somebody. Yeah. I says, especially if you watched Fat Man. I haven't yet, but I would like to. (laughs) Well, I recommend it. Oh, boy. Uh, She also played Eve Moneypenny in the new Daniel Craig James Bond movies. Yes. Yes. I did not realize that at first when I saw them. Me neither. Um, Maybe because she had her hair grown out or... I don't know. It's but just been a while since I watched this, I think. She is Miss Moneypenny. Yeah, I think I was like 14 when I watched this movie. This movie? This movie. I think I was... I must have been 16 when this came out. Wait, that math doesn't add up. Yes, it does. It actually adds up perfectly. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and last but certainly not least, we have Brendan Gleeson, who played mm. Frank. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of other good actors in this movie, but these are the big, big three. Um, he was in Braveheart, oh. Troy, The Kingdom of Heaven, The Village, <laughs> um, Lake Placid. Professor Mad-Eye Moody in mm. Harry Potter. I saw that, but decided not to notate that. I, it's important. I think it's and less important to him. Here is a fun fact. Mad-Eye Moody was... Spoiler alerts for Harry Potter, I guess, um, was actually not Mad-Eye Mooney. He was Barty Crouch Jr., who was played by David Tennant, who played Doctor Who after Christopher Eccleston, who played the lead soldier in 28 Days Later. Huh. Wow, that's convoluted. Yes. Do you mean the guy at the end mm-hmm. who's... Uh, yeah. Is... The sergeant. No. No. The sergeant. The sergeant. Oh, the the like the, the, the good one. No. No. This like the no, the okay. head guy, the oh. guy that like the commander. He was like a lieutenant. Well, whatever. <laughs> it matters. It matters I, to the military. I've seen that guy in other stuff too. What movie did you say that was? He was in Doctor Who. He played one of the doctors in Doctor Who, and then he was followed by David Tennant, who also played Doctor Who. Okay. I don't think I remember him from Doctor Who, but I have seen him in other things. Um, he's one of those like British gentlemen that's like aging really well, like yes. a bottle of wine. You can see he's. Oh, he was um in that movie Legend with um. Oh, yeah, but can you just say yes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was. Starring Hominoptera. Tom Hardy. 
who played his own twin in the movie, which I didn't realize for like the first half of it. That movie legend about the two gangsters from London. Yes. He, that guy, um, the <laughs> lieutenant or whatever, yeah. he was like the cop who's like, he, he had a hard on to get them, you know? Yeah, okay. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Hominoptera Harvey. <laughs> and Zarn Wazlu walks out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Magi with the chair. <laughs> Oh, It'd boy. Be a good face-off. Bane versus Imhotep. <laughs> you fight like a younger man. One of them's a demigod. The other one has a mask. And then the mummy just goes <laughs> at him. Well, he can't, like, shoot flies in his mouth or anything. That's true. That's true. Just saying. <laughs> and uh, that's all I have. I mean, there's a lot of other good actors. That guy included, whatever his name is. Oh. <laughs> I gotta look it up now. I gotta give him his due credit. What? Christopher Eccleston. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I believe. Uh, he was arguably my favorite doctor. He was like a... Yeah, he had like PTSD. And he only had one season. Yeah. I mean, he's he's very uh, charming. And I can see how he, like his mentality would be very Doctor Who-ish. Yeah. His, his thing in Doctor, doctor Who was uh, just fantastic. <laughs> like, he just everything was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like manic. That was actually the the season that got me into the show, which arguably I didn't watch it that long, a couple seasons, but I really enjoyed that a lot, and it was actually kind of hard. We watched it until it wasn't on Netflix, (laughs) (laughs) and that was very soon after we started watching it. All right. I think the Weeping Angels is the coolest thing that ever came out of Doctor Who. (laughs) We are going to dissect it like that weird crow we dissected in biology, and we found its crop, and there were still seeds in there. Like the monkey that was dissected in the beginning of this movie mm-hmm. in the lab where there are chimpanzees that they are infecting. Well, did you talk about who directed it and stuff? No. Were you going to do that? Because it's sort of your thing. Do we need to? I mean, I was waiting for that as my precursor to talk about a phobia. Um, you said, let's get into the movie. And I that's... was trying to move us along. <laughs> oh, my God. You were trying to move it along by taking longer. Oh, my God. You know what? Let's parse that out. I had a really good segue, and now you're just going to destroy it all. Germophobia is the fear (laughs) of germs, infections, any unclean particles or surfaces. And we all know it is probably the second most well-known phobia besides claustrophobia, uh, made very famous by Monk. Triscodecophobia. Mm, That doesn't. Fear of Triscuits? I don't remember what that's a fear of. (laughs) Uh, it's, I heard it in Leonard Kenny. It can be as mild as someone feeling uncomfortable when they notice that there's a foreign, you know, particle on them, to as intense as someone actively breaking into sweat when they think that they've come in contact with someone who may be sick. And it can also present itself in a way that uh, can lead to agoraphobia, which is the fear of leaving your house because you're afraid of germs, and it's an environment you can't control, you know, outside your house. So one can actually lead to the other, which is interesting. Well, typically. I think it probably only goes one way. The germophobia to agoraphobia. Agoraphobia. So Not agoraphobia to germophobia? Probably not. But, I mean, maybe. So, yeah. Uh, germophobia was the phobia I thought of when, when I was looking into this because everyone is very scared about blood-to-blood contact and spit. and This is apparently the worst yes. virus. <laughs> and apparently it, it's really good at spreading itself, which is scary because anyone who gets infected with it vomits blood at key moments. 
It was directed by Danny Boyle and written by Alex Garland. Good for them. All right. So, my first note is I I don't support animal cruelty, obviously. I mean, it's awful. But these three activists were idiots. Oh, yeah. They may not have thought this through. They didn't. Like, if you know what kind of research goes on in places like that, you go in there to bust out animals that may be infected with something horrible. Like, anything. Yeah. Any, like, like <laughs> COVID. Like, Mutated AIDS, flu. HIV. Like, yeah. Like, it could there's, be whatever no they're idea. tinkering with in their vials. Like... You... Marburg virus. Um, <laughs> Marlboro virus? Marburg. Sorry. Just excuse me for a moment. Christ. Can you settle down over there? <laughs> I really can't. <laughs> I took my badass sandals off to be better at the podcast. So. You did. You did. All right. So what's the science here? They're infected with rage? By know. being I... forced to watch riots? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, um... the, the beginning of this movie is very weak. It's very weak. <laughs> Like, they somehow made, like, audiovisual stimuli into a physical malady. So, and I don't blame myself for thinking this, even though I was a kid and I was stupid. (laughs) When I first watched this movie, I thought the electrodes that were hooked up to the monkey's brain were somehow displaying what was on the TV. Like, that was what it was thinking and seeing. (laughs) And I don't feel much... I don't feel any dumber for thinking that now, seeing this scene later on when I'm presumably smarter... Because it doesn't make a whole lot more sense. <laughs> um, no, it doesn't. It's um. not how science works. But the aside from that, the movie opening is really good. That The science is just very... The science is very poor. <laughs> and the movie I'm picking tonight, we'll get to that, references this movie. Oh. Oh, God Jesus damn it. Christ, guys. Uh. Um, yeah, so in this lab, presumably a level four lab... Um, like it's on the fourth level. No, like um, containment level four. Okay. All like, right. and, well, I don't know how it could be because the scientist was wearing a lab coat and that was it. Yeah. Like level four labs, like I think you have to go in like full rubber suit, like hazmat. Yeah. Like <clears throat> if your suit gets compromised, like you aren't getting out. Well, yeah. Un- until they clear you, because he was just walking around with a clipboard and. What no if protection. one of the chimps had got out on its own, like or that's coughed what near I him, know. and yeah. there were holes in the cages, like yeah. in the plexiglass? And I don't support doing that to animals. I also don't support releasing animals infected with horribly deadly diseases. So yeah, um, I just they whenever just stop using monkeys. Whenever he tries to tell them, and they're like, "What? What's sick? Or what have you been doing here? Uh, your your sick little games?" And he tries to tell them. He doesn't do a great job of warning them. No, he's, he's gives them kind of like weird preachy message, but. He, <laughs> I imagined whenever they go to open the cage, the guy from and I got to reference it every every podcast. The guy from the Mummy comes out and goes, "You must not open the book. I'm a cage." Because <laughs> she does, she um, does, and she goes, "Come here, little monkey," and it's like <laughs> those the bottoms of those cages were really clean. Maybe they had just had the cage cleaners. Well, on. I mean, like they have like poop slots. I'm pretty sure for maybe poop. milk squirts and poop slots. <laughs> oh god! Whenever I'm in a medieval castle, I make frequent use of the poop slot. Oh yeah. yeah. So she <laughs> gets attacked by the chimp and immediately starts to change. And the activist 
immediately beats it to death with bolt cutters. <laughs> We're here to save. Kill it. <laughs> and who just... Someone goes over to, like, help her, one of the idiots, and she vomits blood in his face. Yeah. And the scientist is, like, freaking out. I mean, um, I would be, too. Yeah. He immediately says we have to kill her, and he grabs a stool to do that with. <laughs> Not a stool oh, yeah. sample, a stool. The, the only way this could have happened is if this was like some private company yeah. doing this research. Like any public company that people know about, that the government knows about, like it is heavily um, regulated. Re- yeah, regulated. Yeah. Like this, there, there was uh, seemingly these infected people just ran out of the building and started infecting other people. <laughs> like if you're working in a level four lab, that won't be possible. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, the health inspectors that people always complain about. This is what they're doing. This is what they're trying to prevent. This kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not in a restaurant, but... This is the place that you worked security at. You were the only guy there. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> I had my pocket knife, I think. Oh, boy. No, flashlight. At some point, I had a gun. I don't remember when that was, but... <laughs> uh, so, it jump cuts to... Um, I th- It goes... Well, I guess it goes through like a whole... No, it doesn't. It just comes up and says 28 days later. I wanted to say that. Oh. It goes what, Max? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it goes 28 days later and then you see Killian Murphy's penis. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's a skinny guy and that's a pretty big dong, I must say. (laughs) He is a skinny guy. He's a little bit of a grower and a shower. (laughs) I need to just... I. He was naked mm-hmm. in a hospital. Uh-huh. Yeah, but why though? Um, like maybe they just put him in the medically induced coma, and like we're about to do surgery, or any <clears> number <throat> of other reasons when they started to try to do something, and then the world ended. I mean, there's any number of reasons. Mm, okay, I think that was more for the the <clears throat> kind of shock and titillation factor. T- titillation, dickulation. Mm-hmm. Mm, I guess yeah. Penalation. And bushelation. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it was there. Sounds like you're saying that people are getting excited about being, <laughs> being excited about ambush. That's better. <laughs> twenty days later, or twenty. No, I no, I was not excited about that. I mean, he's he's a good looking guy, but you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> so well, I mean, it, it's been twenty eight days since the infection, but who knows how long he was in the hospital before? Presumably, he had his bike accident on the day. Do it on the night. Things went south. Well, because his parents... They never say well, anything about the timeline. They don't, like, really. They, they never, Except they say 28 days later. They, but they never say anything about the timeline in regards to him. If you're in a medically induced coma, if I think that's what they did to him. Presumably. Maybe not. Maybe he was just knocked unconscious for 28 days, which is super bad for you. Um... But his meds would have ran out. Like, they don't last 28. Like, no. No, but it's possible that, like, staff stayed at the hospital for as long as possible. Mm. And it was only, like, a week or something mm. since. How they many all other left. patients? He wasn't covered in pee or poop. No, he which wasn't. He would have been. I mean, I know he's not really eating anything. <laughs> they left <but>. that afternoon. <laughs> but I wonder how many other patients were locked in their rooms with the keys slid underneath that didn't wake up. Because. That's what they did for him. They locked the door and slid the key underneath. Oh, is that what they did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a shot. I swear seen. to God, Walking Dead stole that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Walking Dead stole it, or they stole it from Walking Dead. When, in the, when did the first Walking oh, this came Dead out oh, well, graphics this was novel way before wa- well, come out? Graphics oh, novels. Gosh. 
<clears throat> 28 Days Later was 2003. Two. Three. Two. Three. Filmed two. in 2002. Okay, we'll go with two because it's earlier. If you're going to be that way about it. <laughs> uh, the Walking Dead. Walking. What'd you call it? What is it? A graphic, graphic novel? novel. Graphite novel. Issue one, probably. Volume one, 2003. Okay, so yeah. Stolt it. They did. They stealt it. Because Rick finds himself locked in a hospital room, hooked up to a bunch of shit. He's writing his graphic novel and kill, kill, Rick, whatever, Jesus. Oddly enough, after having been shot in the gut, which... Mm, it was like upper... Like the rib area. So they just ripped thought. off the whole movie. Yep, the whole thing. <sighs> All right. So. I, like the, I did like The Walking Dead for like the first four seasons. The second season is slow. So yeah. we talked about, we referenced this movie, I think two podcasts ago. I don't remember what we were watching, which episode, or, or what movie we were watching, where they wake up and they immediately rip the IV out of their arm and nothing happens to them and they're totally fine. Oh, when was that? Oh, well, it was, um, uh, why was I going to say Grave Digger? doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's a monster truck. <laughs> Descent. The Descent. <laughs> it's oh, what yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> That's, That's probably where we mentioned very it. Very different. <laughs> I... Grave digger. I thought of the descent and I thought of the grave digger monster truck. <laughs> My descent into madness started when I saw. I don't even know the name of the driver. I just know the truck. Oh my god. Uh, so, yes, we did. We did. We did. And At any rate. In this movie, it goes a little bit more the way that I would expect it to go for you, where he tears it out, or he goes to move and realizes that there's a bunch of shit attached to him. And it very visibly hurts him because it would. Yeah, especially if it's all like empty and like, yeah, you're not getting like fluids. Yeah, if it's been starting to heal over for a little bit, ooh, that would not be a good. He time. should not have guzzled that can of soda first right out the gate. Oh God, no! That would, I mean, he it, would be so thirsty. But that's not gonna help. I know, but like <laughs> the first liquid that you can find. I'm sorry, listeners. This is too much information. But if you come out of a 28 day coma or however long his coma was, and you immediately guzzle a bunch of sugary drinks. You're going to have the shits for, like, a while. <laughs> and, like, other things. <laughs> Serious and the headache. Your heart rate's going to Shits and the vomits. And you're going to be shaking. The palpitations. And <laughs> but perhaps the diabetes. I'm not sure. <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. This is the what only he... thing that he got was a headache. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. Presumably. That's all they wanted to show us. Later on. But... I guess he did have shit in his head, too, didn't he? Because there's had, two, like, yeah, poke like, holes. Staples or some shit. There was, like, a scar that went along. And that's why, like, the one side of his head was shaved. And that's the other thing, too, is that that chunk of hair had had time to grow back in. Yeah, presumably mm, a couple yeah. weeks, at least. <clears throat> but that's when he starts walking through the city. His hair kind of looks like mine now. A little bit. A little bit. Well, um, He starts walking through the city and... That this is when it's not when the movie took a turn for me. It's just <laughs> when you start to feel helpless in his situation. He starts walking through the city and there's no one. And he walks for But there's being, like flyers, like people saying, Have you seen this person? Yeah, he starts getting to some points and he sees like evacuation and, and he's kinda of put some of that together already. He at one point, um he starts grabbing money that's just <laughs> blowing around on these on the steps. Yeah. Um a couple of quid. Yeah. Uh puts it into a bag and then uh, puts sodas and stuff into a bag to take with him because he's su- super thirsty. 
um, and eventually finds his way to a church, goes inside and finds that the entire, like the, the rectory, the pews, everything is just full of bodies. It would have smelled so <sighs> bad. I don't understand Jim's addiction to going in places that smell terrible. <laughs> like, this is the first of many. Yeah. yeah. But he goes into the church. Like, as soon as I open the door, I'm like, fuck no. Like, no. Yeah. Like, no. I think if you would have got within, like, 30 feet of it, yeah. you would have been smelling it. Of course, maybe like, the whole city smells like this. Now. That's true. I mean, and he he would have been in a coma, so, like, his nostrils would have gotten used to it before his brain yeah. really registered sense, I guess. That sounds made up, but okay. He looks down at the congregation, the dead one, and goes, Hello? <laughs> and then a couple of faces pop up out of the ghoulies. They politefully wait. Politefully? Oh my god. Politefully. We're not doing a good job. <laughs> so, part of the course. <laughs> We're doing a bad, bad job. They politely wait as you hear thump, 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 and the father bursts through the... <laughs> yes. Not his father. father. No, no. <laughs> the, priest. Uh, the priest of the church. A father. Padre. And he's like, father, father, are you okay? And he's he's doing his weird twitchy yeah. zombie thing. Like, uh, almost like his brain is swelling and he can't control. It's like, I, I would akin it to a form of rabies, I guess. Yeah. Some type of rabies. Like, like the nerves aren't working right and they're jittery and like, because their arms Foamy are Foamy at the mouth. Yeah. And... We're all twitching and like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you know, if we get to... Well, I'm trying to think of some ridiculous number. If we get to 5,000 supporters on our Patreon, we'll put a camera in here so you can see us while we're recording. You'll see us doing stupid <laughs> shit that we do. I'd never agreed to that. <laughs> Max's face will be blurred out. <laughs> and my crotch, thank you. It'll just, it'll just be one static spot of blur, so anytime you move outside of it, they can see you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he gives the father a good whack with his Gershi bag full of Cokes. Or RC Cola. Or whatever they have. What Pepsi. did he call it? Oh, tilted? T- tilt? Tilt. Yeah, yeah. or something Tilty. like that. Lilt. or uh, Lilt. 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 I'm sure they have Coke and Pepsi over there, but they They probably have some British sodas too. Pepsi. He had that was the first thing that he drank was a Pepsi. Just because it's in a blue can. It said Pepsi on the side. Okay, (laughs) that's probably why. (laughs) I guess I'll have to cut that because Pepsi would be like, "Listen, we're not going to sponsor you." (laughs) That's never going to happen anyway. (laughs) We're not going to sponsor you. Wait, you talked about us. Well, we're definitely not doing it now. Um, But now, if you live in England and you want to send us the lilt soda that he drank i'll try it um yeah me too so i don't know how much it costs to ship a case of lilt over the pond just one can we can split it how are you gonna package one can dry ice it doesn't make you don't need to make it cold you need to make it not (laughs) (laughs) that's just my answer for everything and not shaken up Uh, cars uh, out of gas dry ice well let's ask coke how they get coke over there they probably have a cokery right in london like to make it there (laughs) I think they have a ship that just turns ocean water into coke. That would be awesome. Powered by dolphins. Fat Jesus. Makes it. Uh, he turns water into coke. But then he gets all upset with himself because uh, I'm just going to go back into the movie. Um, soundtrack. At this point, I realize just how ama- amazing the soundtrack is. I couldn't decide if I like the soundtrack or not. I don't know. I liked it a lot. There's times I felt it wasn't appropriate. But no, nah, no, nah, I take that back. <laughs> okay. 
I think it builds tension really well. I, you know what? I'm going to agree with you on that. Um, yeah. Uh, comment retracted. Redacted comment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I think that it builds tension I really thought well. And that the music, would you say, comment redacted, and and yeah, no, you know what? It's yeah, fine. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but he's all upset because he hit the father, which yeah, I should have done that. I don't think that's one of the mortal sins, but um, <laughs> killing I a mean, priest. Thou shall only hit people when they twitch near them. I think it's. Yeah. I think that's one of the commandments. It's number. 12. <laughs> 10C. <laughs> Here's a couple of commandments I forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, uh, yeah, I guess he takes off out of the church and the things from in the church come after him. Yes, they politely wait their turn and then they start running after him. Mm, wait until he runs down the stairs. Yeah. I thought these zombies were scary. Yeah. But they were fair zombies, too. They were very fast, but you could shoot them anywhere. <laughs> they were light-skinned. And they also gave up, too. <laughs> yeah, like, they got tired quickly. I they guess because they don't eat anything after they... As you would say, they cry off fairly quickly. They had a teensy bit of yeah. intelligence, I think, maybe. Well, we'll get to that. Because at one point, I think one of them says, I hate you. To yeah. Him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I didn't realize before, it's... and I'm like, who the fuck said that? Yeah, me yeah. neither. Um, Thank you, subtitles. Yeah. But they are they are crazed like red eyes and he's got about three or four of them after him and he's tearing off down the road and then I think it's intentional because we're supposed to kind of feel his sense of of helplessness and complete impotence discombobulation but all of a sudden there's some crazy jump cuts and there's other people and there's some yelling and yeah I I I watched this movie I don't know how many times now and I still don't understand the exact turn of events yeah it's a little strange but I, like but, i said i think it's intentional or maybe i'm just giving the movie credit i don't know celine selena and mark, mark are yeah. yelling at him to go a certain way i think yeah, if you're already running and people start yelling at you probably you're not gonna listen but he does <laughs> and they start throwing molotov they'd have been like over here and i would have been like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> fuck you greg <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, they yeah they do throw some Molotov cocktails. Some Molotovs, and it slows them down, but does not ultimately stop. At least one of them keeps on running. Somehow it sets a gas station on fire. He does that somehow, but I don't understand. I guess they set that up ahead of time. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. There's a lot. I, let's just assume that and be done with He's it. He's like lifting up tubes and like, I don't know. So yeah, pew pew. One of my other problems with this movie is that people are running and screaming for their lives, and in the next instant they're like hooping and hollering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that happens three or four times, I think. Well, he, I don't think, was. I think he was just having a good time because he got to make a big boom. Well, maybe. And I presume that the noise that he was making at that moment was going to be deafened by a trillion decibels compared to the Do you noise. have any idea how loud a trillion decibels would be? I think it's when Black Bolt <laughs> like sneezes. Like it would vaporize the earth. <laughs> like Black Bolt sneeze, yeah. <laughs> I don't Did know you? who that is. Uh, he's some immortal. Is he from Marvel? Yeah. Oh, fuck him. So powerful that if he whispers, he could crack the planet. Deadpool's the only good Marvel character. And Gambit. Fuck you, Colossus is awesome. Well, him too. He's just really nice, that's all. <laughs> anyway, I think... I'm glad our two favorite characters were in the same movie. Yes. I'm very happy. <laughs> I still think we should cosplay as them. I mean, um, I need to lose a little weight, but... <laughs> I need to gain a lot of muscle. And become metal. Yeah. We'll you spray paint you, like it'll a, be fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll just, just some Rustoli. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the uh, the the paint they use for the original Mr. Tin Man, the Tin oh, Man. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, that's in poor taste. Why? Didn't he die? 
Oh. I mean, most of them are dead. Who cares? <laughs> I didn't mean from old age. That was a fucked up movie anyway. <laughs> somebody said you can see somebody hanging in the background in one of the scenes. And I don't actually know if that's true, but I'm going to say it and everybody's going to be like, is. I heard. They that claim can... that it's one of the munchkins. Well. I mean, that's what they say. I mean, that's a fucked up movie to begin with. What about the green paint they used on Witch Lady? But they all died of asbestos poisoning. Probably. What were we talking about? <laughs> so they're all running. Oh, they blow stuff up. A trillion decibels. To put it in perspective for you, sperm whales can make clicks that are so loud they can be heard, I don't know how far away, by other whales. Mm-hmm. Those clicks can kill a human being. And they're oh. like 230 decibels. Maybe they're just trying to talk to us. Hi. Oh, God. I killed him. I mean, it's kind of, yeah. I don't think it's happened yet. Like, nobody's been killed by one, but like 230 decibels can shatter your insides. Yeah. So, and sound waves travel faster and much louder. Underwater. I can only think a trillion decibels would be like the sun exploding. Anyway, anyway, they blow up the gas station, mm-hmm. and there's some whooping <laughs> going on. Yeah, <laughs> and they go into the gas station, and well, I think they go somewhere else. And Harrison, uh, yeah, they don't go in the gas station because <laughs> it's gone. Oh uh, well, <laughs> yeah, sorry. They go like into somewhere that has like a grate they can lower, and it has snacks. Yeah. It's like a convenience store that's nearby or something like a corner store it was very conveniently located (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much and they go in and steal a bunch of snacks and hang out until morning and then they decide to go look for jim's parents uh well hang on you skipped one of my favorite parts of this movie oh the stupid fucking joke yeah seriously well okay it's the it's the context of the joke i made a note about that they save him from the worst situation in a really ridiculous setting. I didn't make a note about that. He is in absolute shock. And this guy wearing a gas mask that he can barely understand looks at him and <laughs> says this this amazing dad joke to him. And then straight-faced pulls his gas mask off and goes completely humorless and walks away. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> I just don't understand it. <laughs> I'm just trying to have fun. A man and a giraffe walk into a bar and the giraffe has one too many and falls asleep on the floor. And the bartender tells the man that he needs... You can't just leave him lying there and he, that lion there. And oh my God. <laughs> I'd love to see you do stand up. <laughs> he, oh, he goes, what? Yeah. He said, it's not a lion, it's a giraffe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a bad joke. And he says it knowing that he's not going to laugh. But are we supposed to think that's funny? No. I don't, I don't I just, understand. The I like his response. He's not expecting him to laugh and nobody would be expected to laugh. In this well, I situation. thought he was saying Killian Murphy had no humor at all. He did. But as a joke. That's the joke. That was more the joke than the joke that he told. I can see Max's head turning red. <laughs> anyway. But dad jokes are only funny if you say them ironically. Scarlet. You're turning scarlet. <laughs> so. <laughs> so they risk their lives to save him. They do so. And they. Which seems really out of character for one of them. Yeah, I don't really get it. Maybe they, maybe he accidentally ran into the area they were about to spend the night, and they realized they had to kill all of the ones that he brought with them. All four of them. And they're like, oh, god damn it. That's like a British number of zombies. Four. That's... I mean, so I was thinking about this, and I feel like... Oh, I take that back, because the movie I'm going to pick tonight. Anyway. I feel like in the beginning of the zombie apocalypse, say that it was the three of us. Okay. I think that for the first six weeks or so, I would be able to convince Vic (laughs) 
<laughs> that we should take care of other people. No. But he would be Selena and I would be Mark. And I would be like, yeah, no, we got to save this guy. And he would be like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. I'd be like, oh, come on. He needs our help. And he'd be like, no, we're not doing it. And then finally, like, I'd talk him into it. And he'd be like, okay, fine. But you have to take care of him kind of a thing. And Fine, but I'll complain the whole time. <laughs> But that would go on for, like, the first six weeks. After that, it would be a hard no all the way around. Like, I wouldn't be able to... I would be dead after the first, maybe second time. Maybe I'd last that long, and I'd be dead. And then you'd learn your lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's gonna say, oh, he's getting eaten. Oh, no. Oh, no. I feel like if I saw somebody running around in a hospital gown, like, I... I would have to check on them. I don't know. Are you okay? It doesn't seem like it. (laughs) Jim tells them that, you know, his parents, the parents' house is only a few blocks. He can walk it. They tell him no. They start to tell him, you know, they're dead. Everyone's dead. Basically give up on all your hopes and dreams. And Jim's like, you just saved my life, but you're going to do what I say now. Yeah, apparently they're like, you know what, fine. And, and Mark says, let's go see your dead parents. <laughs> it's bleak, but he's not lying. I mean, I think that if you were to recruit a new person to your group, hoping that they would be useful in some way. You have to break their spirit first. Yes. I mean, to be 100% honest, you have to like make them realize that this shit is real. Like, you can't just... You just saw them. that it was real. I know, but like <laughs> you're you're gonna be in complete denial if you haven't if you don't have the closure of like seeing mm-hmm. that somebody is yes, dead. Yes. I understand what you're saying. So they walk, they walk a couple to Jim's blocks. house. Yeah. It's only in whatever, just north of Manchester. Okay, I love all the places and towns in Britain. <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody was like, "This will be a charming name." Chester was uh, named by a man named Chester. I know Hampstead Heath. Uh, That's the only one he knows. <laughs> so <laughs> they go to Jim's house the next day. Come. And they go inside and it immediately stinks. Like Jim's covering his nose okay, because it they, smells bad. Obviously, you know what happened in here. <laughs> but they go in and... And they're like, you probably don't want to go up there. Like, you can smell that. And he's like, yeah, fuck you. I'm doing it anyway. And he goes up. And Mark tries <laughs> to grab him. for a lot less later on, too. For fucking cheeseburgers. <laughs> which can't be any fucking good anymore. It's been 28 fucking days since there's been no power. So he goes to go up the stairs and Mark tries to grab him. And he, like swats him away like an impatient child he's like no no i want to go check on him no like swats him away and then runs up the steps and finds exactly what we would expect i mean they have not been killed by infected but they they killed themselves with pills and fell asleep together and wine and and fell asleep together clutching a photo of jim when he was hella young in their hand and on the back it said we Left you sleeping, and now we're sleeping with you. Don't wake up. Please don't wake up. That was kind of sad. Note. It's very sad. Yeah. I That's... mean, it's touching. Like, the way they died and, you know, what they wrote. And... Anytime that I say that's when the movie took a turn for me with this movie, it's just basically the movie upping the depressed factor by 10. Yeah. And that's when the, the first time the movie ups that depressed factor. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, oh. I feel like it's actually quite a while after that that they up it again. Oh, no. It's like five minutes later. Why? Because of Mark? Mark talks about how he watched his father murder people. I didn't like Mark anyway. 
Well, I mean, you didn't have to not like him for very long. That's right. So Jim <sighs> goes out and lights a candle and is watching home videos. It's nighttime now. Somehow. He's yes. playing them in his head, by the way. Oh, okay. Because there's no power. I misunderstood what was happening. <laughs> including the fucking cheeseburger refrigerator. Maybe there was still some battery left in a laptop that had been shut off for... You're grasping at straws here. That's um, why he has his own, like his own current age and everything in his. I mean, the, projected. the film itself is kind of grainy to begin with, yeah. um, which I think was on purpose. But then he's like playing these memories, like home videos, in his head. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and, and he drinks like out of a carton of orange juice, like a fucking pig. Yeah. yeah. And his so dad's like or milk hey can i have a glass of that orange juice and he's like it's empty <laughs> and um <laughs> you drank it like a fucking hog who drinks a whole quart of orange juice <laughs> jim well, well then his mom handed him one out of a grocery bag so uh, i think it was the last of the one that was in the fridge and she was replacing well it. i don't know about that okay uh so... she probably got it at budge's <laughs> I wrote that down because that's the name of the grocery store. It is. Um, <laughs> we have pe- not peebles. What do I keep thinking of? Piggly Wiggly, and they have budges. <laughs> <laughs> so they, he's standing there imagining all this shit, and then a zombie leaps through the window. And is it because of the candle? I guess. Yeah, from outside you can see the flickering. It's enough of a difference, but there's multiple. And they, I don't understand how this works because there's a skylight on the roof, presumably. Presumably, two floors up. The camera that they show you <laughs> is outside the door that he's standing in front of, and one of them leaps through there and runs straight through the door. But then there's two more up upsta- or one more from upstairs. Well, it's the neighbor and his daughter, yeah. I think. But they like coordinated first. <laughs> they still have a little intelligence. We established. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I, I don't know. He Except said like later on. That's Mr. Fry and his daughter. They live... Fry? <laughs> Mr. Fry Steven and daughter Fry. Fry. So they weren't in a movie together, but uh, uh, Gleason played Mad-Eye Moody. I forgot his first name. And Stephen Fry... Um... <laughs> oh my God, you're doing your leaping again. <laughs> I am. <laughs> he narrated <laughs> the Harry Potter books on audio. <laughs> Who did? Stephen Fry. Oh, Stephen... He narrated them? He, Him and Jim Dale. There are two separate editions. One is Stephen Fry, one is Jim Dale. I would. I don't like Harry Potter, but I would buy the Harry Potter as narrated by Stephen Fry edition. It's pretty good. Stephen Fry, his voice, <clears throat> melt butter. Yeah, he's got a very nice dulcet tone. He does. I was going to get, I think I've mentioned this before, but um, I was going to get an alarm clock that had his voice as the wake up alarm. Yeah. And it was like super soothing. I'm like, that'd be best. But it, at the time, you know, I was making a lot of money and it was like 65 bucks. And I'm like, no. Martin Fry is an English singer. <laughs> hmm. um, God damn it. Um, I think, were you maybe thinking of um, ah, Bilbo? Uh, Martin Freeman? Martin Freeman. Is that right. his name? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're both British. The the young Bilbo is Martin Freeman. Who? Oh, well, he's definitely British. Yeah. Who's the older Bilbo? What's his name? Come on, uh, he was in the Fifth Element. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I know it. I do and that know Jack it. the Ripper movie with Gilbert Grape. Johnny Depp. Yep, that's the one. Can't think of it right now. <laughs> oh, I know his name. God damn it. So, <clears throat> the neighbor, Mr. Fry, not Stephen Fry, but just Mr. I Fry. I might have made that up. <laughs> Somebody... 
crashes through the sunroof. <laughs> Wait, do houses have sunroofs? They have skylights, don't they? Skylights. Skylight. It was a big skylight. But it's not a skylight at night. Moon- yeah. It's still a skylight. I mean, moonlight can come through. Starlight. There. Well, I argue that lights don't exist when they're off. But moonlight, sky is both when they're star off? and moon. That's true. That's a really good point. The sky's there 24 hours a day. <laughs> not oh, just wow. during the day. <laughs> well, I hope you came here for philosophical thoughts. Because as explained by idiots. Stephen Fry, help me. I need help. No. <laughs> I bet he would. I bet he would fly over here and just give me a pat on the back. He would fly over here. <laughs> and teach me some proper fucking English. <clears throat> yeah, the king's English. Wait, the queen's. The queen's English. The king's. King's? Both. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. This is what we do. That's what he, he said. She said. He said she said. So <clears throat> they slam through and they, he he is pinned under one of them and somehow does not get scratched. Somehow. Or, or bled vomited in. on. Yeah. Selena comes out and starts <laughs> hacking them up immediately and so does so does uh, Mark. Mark. And Mark. somehow in home. during yes, yes. I knew I knew that name. Um, somehow during this altercation gets a fairly serious gash on his arm. Mark does. Mark does. Mark does. Selena and Jim. Jim being the subject of this, these creatures. I think Mark is using a railroad spike as a weapon. I'm not sure. I thought they both had machetes. Mm, no, he had like a spiky. Like, yeah, it was something long. I don't know. Might have been a tire. I don't know. But yeah, he's. They get they get done with the killing, and then she says, "Jim, were you bit?" And he's like, "I don't I don't think so." And then they pan over, and you see poor Mark. Trying to sop up the blood from this very deep wound on his forearm. It's bleeding badly. Yeah. And she starts walking towards him and he's, he's like, like, wait a wait minute. A, wait a minute. <laughs> just, just wait. She just immediately starts hacking him and he starts screaming for mercy. Well, he throws up his arm and she hacks through his arm to yeah. kill him. <laughs> I thought that she was walking through it just to cut it off. Like, um, no, because he was trying to use it to keep her style. from killing him. <laughs> it was an obstacle to murdering him. <laughs> Like, I thought she was trying to cut off the part that was infected. Like, <laughs> Doesn't um, work that way at all. <laughs> You'd have to be instant with It would that. have to be very quick. Yeah. Hang on. I've always said I would keep a, like a hand scythe on my belt that I never use for anything. And if I see a zombie, like, bite your hand, guess what? The very next thing is that scythe whacking your arm off. <laughs> Get ready for it. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, Jim's just like, Selena, what the fuck? And she's like... WTF, mate. There's the Sherman. She's like, I I knew he was, he was infected and he knew it too. I could see it in his eyes. And I just want to point out too that I, if I didn't have access to gloves... Oh my god, the noise from the cars. If I didn't have access to gloves, I would be dead within like the first two seconds of stabbing <laughs> one of those things because I chew my fingernails and I always have open oh, cuticles yeah. like on my hands. Like I would get infected so fast. Mark was wearing gloves. I don't think Selena was. No. Mm. But I mean, that's the thing about how virulent this virus is. Yeah. It's like, like Jim's face is covered with blood spatter. Yeah. Presumably from the zombies. And like not one drop of that got anywhere. It like into to be. his tear duct or into <laughs> his mouth or his mouth ears. hole or his. Yeah, he's really lucky. 
<laughs> saliva, <laughs> blood. Lucky I mean, that he was the main character. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because they they do the exposition in the beginning that it's it's in their blood, it's in their saliva, and the scientist man says that. Well, most viruses are, but yeah. um, and you know boogers and uh, yeah. Pee? No, not in your pee. Sorry, that's not accurate. Probably not. <laughs> I, I mean, unless it's an STD. Let's not. Nope. Moving on. <laughs> so they. <laughs> decide that they can't stay there that night. Uh, right? I think they start moving that night. Yeah, I'm they pretty decide sure. they can't oh, yeah, stay they, there. Oh, yeah, they leave. And that's when they see Frank's light show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Frank's rave's going on. Let's go out there. It's always a good time. And that's where Selena gives us the... That's where Selena's, Selena gives us the... Um, exposition that you have 20 to 30 seconds after somebody gets infected to kill them or they will yeah, just before, murder yeah, you before they start heading to Frank's. And then even though Selena is constantly telling him, be careful, be ready, trying to you know prepare him for this harsh world. <laughs> she immediately goes into a foreign area that she knows nothing about and grabs a shopping cart and goes and goes to another one and starts slamming the next one. <laughs> Shut the fuck well, up. They see the lights. That's why they went there. Well, yeah, but like... But and know. she was shaking the things to see if there was things in there. I guess, but I like... I thought she was shaking it to see if they were sturdy. Like... Either No, or, I think she I was mean, trying to scare up some game... Oh. Zombies. I thought... Okay. I guess... Okay. So maybe I was too harshly judging her. I, it's really loud. So I just... I was surprised that she was not willing to be more quiet when they're at night in the dark... So she starts climbing up the uh, shopping trolleys. The tower. Trolleys. And then he says, what is it about tower? He says, they have another... they say that in Hot Fuzz. They're like, I'll get the trolley boy. I'm like, trolley boy? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, he says something about what is it about towers and trolleys or apartment blocks and trolleys or something. But they start... Chicken in the fox house. Or... <laughs> <laughs> they start crawling up them and they start going up the stairs and they're walking. And this is when we find out that... Selena kind of gives a little bit of a shit because she says, Are you feeling okay? He asked her for tango, I think. Tang. Tang. No, I'm pretty sure it's Lil. I think it was it right. Lil. I think you were right. The you first had it right time. the first time. We can look it up later. Um, and <clears throat> look it up now. She says, Do you need a break? Do you care if I look it up now? I, I care. Put your phone no, down. No, go fart in a. You're making this take longer by trying to stop him from doing the thing that you're now doing. <laughs> so they're walking up the stairs, and Jim says, she asks Jim if he needs a break. He says no, trying to be you know strong and push through it. And then he says, yes, I do. And she asks him what's going on. He says he's got a really bad headache. And she says, you have no you have no fat on you. You've had nothing but sugar, and you're crashing. Unfortunately, I can't do anything about it right now besides give you painkillers and pump you full Sugar. More sugar, yeah. More sugar. Um, and that's when we find out that she kind of knows what she's talking about when it comes to uh, general, uh, I don't guess, medical, Science. medical needs. Um, <laughs> Science. Science. Well, uh, she was a... Chemist. Ca- uh, chemist. Yeah. Qualified as a chemist. Qualified, which I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't know. She was a dirty hippie that got her degree <laughs> in chemistry but decided not to pursue it. I'm pretty sure chemist is another word for pharmacy. So a pharmacist, I believe, is a chemist. Jim wanted neither one and asked if she had any tango. Oh, well, I'm sorry. According to this online question answer thing, which Good. is super reliable. Yep. <clears throat> but it's not coincidental. But one of them was lilt. Like, I do think, yeah, she's she like... She offered him yeah. either a Pepsi or a lilt. Yes. Yes, because yes. she gives him 
she says, well, why didn't you say so before when he says about his headache? And then he says, well, frankly, I didn't think you'd give a shit. Which is accurate. Yeah, and it's not unfair of him to make that assumption. But he's also really fucking picky about what he gets. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> tango, cheeseburgers. And then she starts looking through it and you hear a distant... She goes, quiet! <laughs> like, you can hear it echo the whole way through the building. And I guess I didn't realize <clears throat> that originally that they built the shopping carts out of necessity because the stairs were gone. Oh, maybe someone chopped them down. That's in the zombie survival guide. Oh, uh, yeah. Chop down the first flight of stairs so they can't get up. I thought that's what I thought. I thought that that's why that was all like that. But then they but did then just they use... just <laughs> climbed on up there. <laughs> the Tower of London. <laughs> London... T- wait. Um, yeah. That's, that's fine. And it's Frank's fine. at the top wearing full riot gear. I love that when they get up there and I'm like, there's Frank. Freaking angel. Yep. And he stands in front of them looking super imposing. And then well, I just, think he was trying to figure out if they were infected. Yeah, and then he just puts his shield against the wall. And it's like, go in! Uh, Apartment 506... 157. 157. 157. Flat 157. Flat. It's a flat. Flat. Because they're flat, I think. Sure. Like apartments are flat. Like, if it's not a duplex. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Um, to any of our British listeners, uh, please send us... Corrections for our terrible attempts at British slang and, and British terms. For I things. hope you do because we got another British movie coming up next week. So, so you can do that at uh, you can send those to Hounds at gmail.com. So, anyway, they <laughs> go into the apartment. No, they don't. And, well, they try to go into the apartment, and Hannah <laughs> is like, Where's, Where's my, my dad? dad? Where's my dad? Where's, Where's my, my dad? dad? Where's my dad? Where's my dad? So, I'm sorry, that was a. F- her all of, all of her lines sound like they were recorded after the fact because she sounds weird. Even when she's not stoned, she looks stoned. Everything she says sounds kind of odd. Like the audio doesn't quite work. Like it doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know she how to explain it. She looks and sounds like she's completely disassociated and is just like existing. Yeah. I have to assume her mom died before all this. I don't know. I, I guess they never really do say. I like. I legitimately don't know. So he's like, <laughs> do we have anything to offer them? And she says, mm. mom's creme okay, de menthe. Th- for those listeners who aren't following now, like they try oh, to sorry, get in yeah. and um, what's her name? Hannah. Hannah. She's like, where's my dad? And he like beats the two things to death and throws one of them over the side onto the t- trolley tower. Yeah. And, and uh, like a fucking badass. And then he comes in, hangs up his helmet and his riot shield and takes off his armor and stuff. And then waits until he says hello to take off his ski mask but um yeah and then he's like what have we got to offer them yeah and she's like mom's creme de menthe and he goes and gets it and then he's like where are the glasses and she's like (laughs) middle shelf and he's like no the nice glasses for company she's (laughs) like top shelf (laughs) and so he gets these like nicer like nice little crystal crystal. goblet things he's just a good guy he is Good guy, and Frank. Pours them some creme de menthe. Friendly, your friendly London taxi driver. Taxi driver. You know, he reminds me of the neighbor from The Conjuring 2. Yeah. I forget his name. Yeah, but a bit. Like, mm-hmm. He seems like the kind of guy, if you ran to his house during the apocalypse, he'd be like, oh, come on in. What do we have to offer you? <laughs> uh. But uh, he lets Jim shave, but they don't Without have any water. water to spare. I would no, have just no. trimmed my beard with scissors if I 
Like, you don't shave without water. Or not at all. It, yeah, like... It's the well, apocalypse. Just, you can cut it down a little bit. And, I guess, yeah. And how did he get such an even cut with scissors on his head? Oh, I don't know. I just, I really need, I need to know. He did shave his head, I guess. Yeah, I don't. And everything was yeah. like the perfect length <laughs> of the hair that had grown back. Well, maybe he just buzzed it. Like put one like like the shield thing and just, you know. With what electricity? Ah, fuck. Batteries. I wonder if they had like sheep shears. Like they, they like, squeeze <laughs> them, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. They just kept this line around. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Sean the Sheep takes place in Britain, so. Yeah. Is yeah. that what we're watching next week? I wish. <laughs> I fucking love Sean the Sheep. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's great. So, they're hanging out, having a conversation, and then um, Frank's like, Are you and Selena a thing? Do you want to sleep in the same room? And he's like, Oh, no, I'll sleep Together, on the couch. Together, have sex. Yeah. And. <laughs> Then Jim's like, she's out of my league, and I think she'll kill me. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Jim and Selena end up in the same room talking anyway. Yeah. And she's like, let's face it, they need us more than we need them, and why are we even here? Because and... I'm a batch. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you guys would both be Selena. <laughs> you would be like this fucking dead weight. Like... <laughs> would show some gratitude to the people who took me in <laughs> yeah uh, not sure if offering two malnourished dehydrated people creme de menthe would be a great idea but yeah i don't really like creme de menthe to begin with <clears throat> but i guess yeah, if that's all the alcohol you have yeah <clears throat> yeah the less fat you have on your body the more f- the more muscle and less fat you have in your body the faster you get drunk so if he has like no fat on his body, and he takes a couple sips. He's gonna well, especially be after plaster, like sugar crashing, and like and running up those stairs. Their heart rate's gonna be going like crazy. Like he'd have a migraine for like two days. Oh my gosh! Not yeah. having anything to eat but like chocolate bars. The worst bars. hangover. <laughs> and uh, what else do they have over there? Uh, uh, hog lumps. Sure. And woozles. <laughs> I don't know about that one, but if you say so. Um. <clears throat> So, yeah, so they go to sleep, and then Frank takes Jim out on the roof and shows him all the buckets he has for collecting rain. The next morning. The next morning. Uh, he's like, you wouldn't think it, needing rain so badly. Not in fucking England. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. my friend went over there, and he's like, it is like, literally like night and day. Like, everybody carries an umbrella, because like, it could be a super sunny, like, summer day, and all of a sudden, it just rains. And then it's gone. <laughs> You just put your umbrella away and, like, you just keep going about your business. So, yeah, I guess 10 days without rain in, in London would be rare. It makes me think that they should just sell a backpack that has an umbrella built in that you can just pull it out and then just put it right back in again. <laughs> or, like, press, like, a, a hydraulics button yeah. that hangs down on the side just to, whoop, and it, like, goes up on its own. Go, go, gadget. Umbrella. I like the umbrellas that you hold them like right here, but the bottom's like down here and it's like see-through. Yeah. I like those. Oh. Like the bubble ones. I've never owned an umbrella. I've never used one. But, like um... La Llorona. <laughs> yeah. I think she had one on that. Mm-hmm. All right. So <clears throat> after that, they go out on the balcony and they're getting a radio transmission. The answer to the infection is that this place, <laughs> come here and get just... be saved. Well, they. I think they talk about the blockade in, in Manchester. 
Yeah. On the highway. Yep. And it sounds like a 1930s like radio drama. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Come to Manchester. The uh, the answer to infection <laughs> is here. We have food, water. <laughs> Sky Captain, the Guns land of tomorrow. <laughs> and Mr. Pibb. <laughs> they all start having a conversation about whether or not they this movie. about whether or not they should go because Frank thinks they should. And Hannah is following suit with him. Yeah. And I guess Jim ends up agreeing to it. Um and Selena's like, nah, we shouldn't do that. They might be dead. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I, I don't mean any offense, but I would not be seeking out armed soldiers in this situation. Well, not only that, but like in this instance to like It's a broadcast. And thinking they... about like me now having watched zombie movies and TV shows and stuff, like, look at what happened at Terminus. And it was, or Terminus, or however you pronounce Terminus. it. Terminus, okay. Termini. And <laughs> Termini Granger. Uh, but they, like, it's the same thing as this. And so, I mean, not exactly the same, but I mean, similar. Different. I mean, oh, we have established Walking Dead has ripped things off. So. Yeah. You so, know. I mean. You know. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, there's there's way more reasons to not go yes. there than there is to go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but this is when Frank is he's like the walls in here are pretty thin and we do need you more than you need us. He's afraid to go out with Hannah to try to get there because if something happens to him then she's all alone. Yeah. And that's yeah. completely reasonable. Yeah. Because um, he makes it he kind of makes it seem like she isn't able to to help much or do much, but she proves fairly valuable. She's yeah. able to work on the car pretty yeah, quick. She's, yeah, she's it's not. <laughs> nope. Wouldn't put it that way. So... Can I say that better? <laughs> She's got her own particular skill sets. There you go. That's better. Yeah. All right. So they finally decide to go. And they, I think they wait. Till the next day. Until the next morning. And they... Jim says, how are we going to get there? And then you hear the... And the... Which I'm assuming is his taxi cab. Mm-hmm. He drives it up to them. <laughs> Gets them. What do they call that in London? Probably a taxi cab. Yeah. Although that seems redundant. It's either a taxi or a cab, I think. So, I don't know. <laughs> they're driving in the direction that they're supposed to go, and they see a Budges. Budges. And... Which is a grocer. Uh, Selena's like, wait! Oh, was it Hannah? Selena. I thought it was, it was Selena, Selena, and she oh. was like, wait, stop! And, like, then they get out. And Frank, like, Frank, 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 stop, 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 stop! <laughs> <laughs> Hammond's in the backseat going, stop, 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 stop! <laughs> Welcome! Two budges. <laughs> it's fair. Quite a few expenses, actually. And they're so excited, and they start like going through and finding. And here's one food. of Victor's uh, like musical montages. Yeah, and like they're. And they, <laughs> Selena's like, I'll take this, I'll take this. I think Frank's really funny because he's going through the produce and, like, everything's all molded and disgusting. <laughs> and he gets to the apples and what does he say? Irradiated. Irradiated, yeah. So, anyway. I think it's true. really cute. The scene is really cute whenever uh, Jim goes over and just starts grabbing something off the shelf. And just Frank, a bottle of liquor. Yeah, Frank goes over and says, you can't just grab anything off the shelf. And he, he starts reading the box of... <laughs> Uh, I it's I some kind of scotch. Yeah, I don't know alcohol. I don't remember what kind. He reads the scotch and reads Glenn the description Levin. and says something about you know uh, take out the fire but leave in the warmth and <laughs> talks about its aftertaste. Peaty aftertaste. And then grabs one bottle and then two and then three and then four <laughs> and starts walking. Well, away. Jim loses interest and walks him. away. Yeah, he just yeah. leaves. <laughs> and they're all gathering stuff and they finally make their way back out and get back into the car and start heading. 
in the direction that they need to go. And then they come to a tunnel, which is the fastest route out of the city. No, I, I would also vote to not go in the fucking tunnel. Yes. Also, we these events are switched, but it doesn't matter. Oh, did they do the tunnel first? Yeah. Okay. Because my notes are in that order, but it doesn't matter. Well, that makes matter. sense because they had their groceries all like... In the boot. Yeah. It, in the boot. In the boot. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And where the engine is, that's called the bonnet. It so is. So yeah. mm-hmm. they go. I learned that from Top Gear. They start going through the tunnel and they're weaving through some like crashed cars and driving over dead bodies. Listeners, this and... happened before the budges. <coughs> you know why this is a shit idea? Because this is obviously a shit idea. <laughs> it's like, yep, Jim's got it. <laughs> and yeah, Jim's like very vocally against this. And yeah. so is Selena. I, so is Selena. I believe so. Um, everybody but Frank. Frank just says, let's get it done. And he's the driver, so shut and he, up. <laughs> so he drives his, into the tunnel, and then suddenly like everybody's supportive, like, let's get it, you know? And they're all laughing, and they're like, woo, as they're going over a blockade of cars that he can somehow navigate. It, it, that that <laughs> cab no would sense. never have made it over that. Never. It would have to have been piled in a very specific way, and maybe, maybe it was. a tank would have made it. <laughs> But Monster maybe truck. if like the grave digger, digger, Ditter. the grave digger would have made it over that Sasquatch um, so, or Bigfoot. No, I'm sorry. It's Bigfoot. There might be Sasquatch. Big too, feet. But. Of course, when they get over and that's one thing that Jim actually yells, he's like, oh, yeah, driving over broken glass. Like and they get over top mm-hmm. of this mound of cars and garbage and, and bodies. Yeah. And the. One of the tires is flat. Of Go course. fucking figure. I'm amazed only one of them was. And that he didn't break a fucking axle. Or tear the freaking transmission out of the bottom of the car. Or anything. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna pretend that other people have already gone through and made some kind of makeshift <laughs> ramp that goes over it. But here's the thing, listeners. You can drive on a blown tire. You can do it. Especially a back I tire. fucking stopped in that tunnel. Especially a back tire that's not, for, that's not gonna steer your vehicle. Just go. Just go, don't stop. If you ruin the rim, you have a spare. Yeah. I can say this because I've literally been in the car before when someone else blew a tire and didn't realize it. And then we got home because we were driving around in a field doing donuts and having fun. And we realized that the tire had blown and had been driven on so long that it rolled back on the on the axle past the rim and was wrapped around. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it was amazing. And they had been driven, driving on the rim. We'd been driving on the rim for like a good solid 10 minutes. And the rim was all dented up. So I can say with confidence. We live in the sticks. Yeah. <laughs> it was I mean, even affects your control a little bit. But other than that, you can get by on one. It was even the same rim. tire. It was the back right. <laughs> it's amazing. So anyway, my point is oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry, Victor. That was the back left on their car. Was it? Are you sure? Okay. I thought it was the front right. What is happening? So none of us know which tire it was. <laughs> it was right okay. the front left. <laughs> okay. If I, re- I rescind my comment. If it was a front tire, you would probably have a hard time, but you could still do it. And I would. I would not have stopped in there. I would have just gone. But, but they stop in there. And the scene is very and Frank effective. Frank goes, let's get it done. And Hannah jumps underneath the car and goes to jack it up. And all of a sudden, a fucking flood. Yeah of rats come through the tunnel and she doesn't get out from underneath of the car in time and she starts to get covered and they pull her out and they're like there's no time to jack it up because now there's infected coming because they realize that the swarm of rats is running from the infected infected. which I guess someone called up the rats and were like yo there's infected coming you better get out because I don't understand how they had that much warning bro get out of that there tunnel man we're hurting them I did a lot of different accents right there what's up bro (laughs) Get out of the tunnel. I, uh, 
I went somewhere, but I'm back. And echoing uh, down the tunnel to hear. That would be terrifying. No. Nope. They're just like. Let's like they they realize they just have to lift the car. They can't bother with the jack and stuff. So the three of them. Frank probably could have done it by himself, but um, Frank is the only one who braces and tries to lift in a way that actually makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> Jim's so just he going. Was hey, lifting hey, the opposite like, side. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Jim might as well be like putting his fingers through Frank's belt loops and helping him pull. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. Might as well be putting his finger. What? <laughs> Let me finish. Into his oh. pants. I mean, belt loops. <laughs> so, so, yeah. She gets the tire changed rather quickly. Hannah does. Uh, pretty quick. And they... The entire time with Jim screaming at her, Hannah! Hannah! Yeah. Dude, shut up. <laughs> they're coming. Fuck. Like, yelling at somebody to run when they're already running is not effective. Yelling at somebody to hurry when they're already hurrying doesn't help. To borrow a line, another line from Mystery Science Theater, in that one with the weird dinosaurs and stuff... Like, they hop in the back of that random guy's truck, and they're like, drive! So he's driving, and they keep yelling, drive. <laughs> and, like, uh, Mike or one of the other hosts was like, I'm driving the truck now. If you want me to go faster, then you need to say that. There's no inherent quantity of driving that I can increase. <laughs> you put the inflection weird on Mystery Science Theater. You were like, Mystery Science Theater. like oh, Not to be confused <laughs> with Mystery sorry. Soapbox Theater. <laughs> Not mis- mystery science theater, not mystery, oh, mystery science Scientology theater. theater. I'm sorry, listeners. I don't know if my chair squeaks are getting picked up or not, and I'm I'm sorry if they are. I have a new chair tonight. It is not much more comfortable than my old chair, but I'd what say was it. my new word? Grumbing. Grumping. You're grump grumping. Gr- no, grumping. 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 You're grumping. grumping on the chair. A little bit. <clears throat> Let's not do it now. At any rate, they are. Well, Jim, at least, is screaming for them to get yeah. done, and they get in the car and drive away. Just and in as time. soon as they're out of danger. Well, yeah, one of the things, like, plasters up against the rear windshield. And it's like, blah, blah, blah. And they get away. And, if, like, Jim is hanging out the window like, Woo, yeah, we did it. <laughs> like, the it's, fuck? Like, this is, what, the second or third time now, like, it's happened. And, and, and then I, it turned into, spoiler <laughs> alert, the movie Heredity. And- yeah, so they drive a ways. And then I guess that's when they stop at the gas station. And then they yeah. go up shopping. The petrol station. And then me. they camp at Stonehenge. And it's sold well, by the leader, okay, not the gallon. S- <laughs> they stop at the gas station and they go to get gas. And Jim's like, cheeseburgers. And Selena's uh, like, don't go anywhere. And Jim's like, cheeseburgers. We don't have any cheeseburgers. <laughs> I think so. it's a gas station. I thought it was a burger shop that had a tanker truck Oh, inside. maybe it is. I think that's what it was. Yeah, Whatever, it doesn't matter. There. And Jim immediately... Says, it's a gas station. Proves his worth once again by putting a hose into the... The diesel, I guess it is. <laughs> Either his cab runs on diesel or that lorry, we'll say, ran on gasoline. I'm not doubt. sure. But po- I mean, I guess it's possible. I don't know. I th- I would guess diesel. But yeah, he just clamps his lips on that hose and definitely gets a good mouthful of it. And oh my God, that would taste awful. Be pretty awful. You, you, I think you would retch and start vomiting. Frank has a beard. He doesn't care. Right. He probably drinks gasoline for dinner, breakfast. So anyway, Selena's yelling at... He eats breakfast for dinner. <laughs> and it's gasoline. <laughs> at lunchtime. Oh <laughs> and he eats I lunch for dinner. <laughs> for breakfast. But he doesn't eat brunch. So, Jim 
starts wandering off and Selena's like, don't wander off, don't wander off. And Jim's like, oh, I hear a bad smell, so I gotta go. <laughs> I hear a bad smell? Is that what you said? <laughs> Shh, I smell something. It started coming out of my mouth and I couldn't stop it. Uh, that's what words often do. I'm gonna, sometime I'm gonna walk in and be like, you guys hear that? <laughs> <laughs> so Jim proves that he's the party member from any D&D campaign who will break away and run try to find loot. He goes into a foul-smelling restaurant for cheeseburgers. There's no way those cheeseburgers are any good anymore. Yeah. It has been now 30 days since shit went down. But Jim needs his fucking cheeseburgers cuz he's I don't know. And he goes in, and it's horrible, and he sees a woman with her baby, and then a couple of other Ugh. people laying around. That's really like, rough. A bunch of old people. And, like... Once again... What happened to them? It's... Who knows? They weren't infected. It could have been... Maybe they got attacked in their booth and were killed? I don't know. Gas leak. Who knows? They might have done it themselves. Yeah, that's true, too. Whatever. But he, once again, didn't have enough of it in the church, and looks around and goes very sarcastically... Like, he has a sarcastic look on his face and just goes, hello? <laughs> and then there's the quietest fucking kid. Pitter-patter. <laughs> Pitter-patter, get at him. And it's like fucking, what's his face from the Jungle Book? Mowgli? Like, Chucky? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Chucky 5, Chucky goes to Africa. I was thinking Chucky Finster from the Rugrats. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Either of you. <laughs> I thought his name was Chucky Pickles. Oh, no, that was... It was no, Tommy, it was Tommy Pickles. Pickles. And, and then Dill, Dill Pickles, Pickles later on. God, somehow... The even... only Rugrats I liked were the ones where they crossed over with the wild thornberries. Oh, my God, that was amazing. <laughs> I fucking loved Rugrats. So, somehow, even though this, this kid is perfectly whisper quiet, Jim hears him, spins around, and clocks him with his uh, baseball bat, and knocks him to the floor, and then puts his foot on his neck. And this is where... His chest. Chest area. And this is where Max was saying that the subtitles clearly read, and you can and hear. You can hear. The I never kid. noticed it before. Me neither. The kid goes, "I hate you," and yeah, he's like snarling like all the other zombies. But then you hear, "I hate you," which I guess means there's the some fuck? intelligence left or something. And it's the intelligence is all focused towards rage. I guess. I guess. But you never hear any of the other ones talk. No, never. Ever. Not a single time. Not yeah. even in the second movie. Which is not I didn't see that worth one. seeing. Yeah, so, it's all right. Eh. But there, the one Somebody thing where he uses helicopter blades to chop off a bunch of zombies. I'm like, Doesn't go well. So he like, goes That's out. where I would drop the mic and leave. Like. <laughs> he goes out. Well, um, hang on one second. One thing we didn't mention about the tunnel scene <laughs> is that as they're driving away, all the zombies are running and they're supposedly fueled by rage and can't stop. Go on. Supposedly fueled by rage and they just they can't stop. And, and won't stop. Then... They're like, ah, we're not going to get them, guys. And they all just kind of give up and sort of just do that slow trot until they stop. Well, they're probably tired if they're not eating anything. And I it doesn't guess. seem like they are. No, not eating those rats because they have forewarning somehow. They have the <laughs> early warning rat system. Rats don't run away from people, though. Oh, my God. So he's coming out of the convenience store, the cheeseburger store, whatever the hell it is. And <laughs> the cheeseburgery. <laughs> and Selena's like, anything in there? And he's like... <laughs> no dead kids that's for sure <laughs> basically he just to avoid hearing i told you so he, he just is like nah, 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 nothing no she's rude nope we're good gotta go bye and like walks away <laughs> yeah so then they go and they camp at like mini stonehenge yeah um 
which has a really beautiful cottage and it does a nice family it's of like horses. a wall like a like a ruin yeah like a ruined cottage um and they're all sitting well, I meant there the, like the house back behind the ruins is like a nice little cottage oh and they sleep outside instead for some reason i am presumably they don't feel like clearing the house but well, the horses feel safe they don't. Yeah. They, they can leave. also run thirty miles an hour. So. <laughs> they leave immediately, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like when horses panic, they go like Nee-hee. rear up on their hind yeah. legs. Yeah, they snort and run away. Like they're just at a, like a gentle lope, a canter, if a you gentle will. Lope. Gentle lope. Gentle <laughs> lope. <laughs> uh, somebody would pronounce a genteel lope. <laughs> to two. Gentile lope. So they <clears throat> Frank's eating an apple, and he's like, "Come here, have a look at this." Yep. And so they go watch the horses, and then Jim's like, let's eat some more food. And so they go back and eat more food. They're pigging out on all their food, which, you know, I get it. It's hard to have impulse control whenever you've been really careful about eating for a while. But you're not going to go back to that store because it's on the other side of the death tunnel. So <laughs> maybe eat a little bit more sparingly. I'm willing to think London has a lot of tunnels and a lot of bridges that you could have found a different one. <laughs> Probably. A so, different any type of road anything please let me not drive through this tunnel it skips forward and they've got a nice campfire going and um hannah says that she can't sleep and uh jim says he can't either and then they're both like well how did she do it selena's like she is clocked out because she took two valium and then he he taps her and she wakes up very groggily holding her machete he's like what 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 do you need what and he's like, how did you sleep so well? And she's like, oh. <laughs> and then she here. gives him, and he even says, not only can we sleep through it if we get attacked. But it'll not, make us not care. Yeah, we're not even going to care. Yeah. So, no, 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 no. Because they didn't even ask Frank if he was going to stay up, which he does because Frank's a good guy. Mm-hmm. But. Keeps no. I mean, he was up anyways, but. Don't, don't take pills to fall asleep because exactly what Jim was joking about will happen will happen. You won't wake up. You don't know that. I'm pretty sure. They were talking right next to Selena and she didn't wake up. He well, they to... didn't get attacked in the night. I mean, I sleep like that when I'm not on drugs, so. <laughs> That's fair. I don't sleep if I'm not on drugs. <laughs> I'm can't. somewhere in between you two. I just lay there and like close my eyes and just kind of relax. And <laughs> has no adverse effects on me whatsoever. I can only sleep if I put earplugs in and actively try not to think about anything, which is still thinking about something. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't work out for me. You get two, two, three hours of sleep a night. At any rate, he lets Hannah have a half of one. And then Jim has a dream where they left him there. He's like, frog, Salerno. Yeah. They try to do like some artsy thing with him waking up. It was like a weird like Van Gogh painting. Take thing. He's like, what, what? And then like does the exact same thing the next morning, but they're. Scaring the shit out of him by honking at him. <laughs> Wake up, sleepyhead. We didn't get murdered. <clears throat> so they make a joke about going to a pub for breakfast. and find... We're all like, I can't believe we started so late, but we are shredding this movie up. We are. All right. Uh, we're like I like that I turn into it. a southern bell. Are we ready to do the podcast again? I think we are. There was, um, right after they left the ruin of the cottage... Um, like Jim, like is running to the car and Frank like starts to like move the car forward. Mm-hmm. So Jim like throws his stuff in and piles in and shuts the door. <laughs> and as they're driving, Frank's like door. <laughs> and you see Jim like open it and <laughs> shut it again. <laughs> oh, and that's a cute moment. And there's these 
this is where the movie adds on another 10% depressing <laughs> because it's actually kind of lighthearted. Touching, I guess. It's not, not lighthearted. But um, Jim, is ha- when he's having that nightmare about waking up and being alone, Frank goes over and taps him on the shoulder and says, wake up, wake up, lad, you're having a nightmare. And he wakes up and says, thanks, Dad, and rolls over. Yeah. And it's really nice. Yeah. And then when they're when he's driving away he's, and he says the door thing, he is kind of becoming like their maternal figure. Paternal figure. Paternal. 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 I got there. Shut up, guys. <laughs> Paternal figure. Was it during the night? So while they were, while Selena and um, Jim were talking in Frank's flat, mm-hmm. um, she made a comment about, like, asked him like what his intentions were like if he had big plans like uh, like mark did because mark was gonna find a cure and all of this stuff and mark. yeah and she's like or do you just want to fucking fall in love and like the that's not the other way around fall in love and fuck or whatever and that like that's just not that you have to be in love to have sex <laughs> not that you have to have sex to be in love also yeah that's true <clears throat> works um, both ways <laughs> and she says that the only thing that there is anymore is staying alive. And so then when they're on their way to the place with the thing. Manchester. Um, yeah. What? Uh, she also tells him that if it happens to you, I'll do it in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened to Mark? Like the mm-hmm. if he starts turning. Yes. And... While they're on their way to Manchester, at one point, they're sitting and having a conversation, and Hannah and Frank are goofing around, um, like, around the the taxi, and Selena makes a comment about how it wasn't just, like, living, like, surviving that there was anymore, and there was a possibility, like, for a future, essentially, and she kisses um jim on the cheek she does and she apologizes and he says it's okay you can keep it and then he gets up and walks away (laughs) yeah yeah so this is where the movie takes a turn a very very big turn two very big turns in a like hot second they get to the block what do they call it blockade Yeah. yeah Okay, I guess. And I don't it's know, like a military checkpoint. I don't understand. He says something like, this must be the blockade. And he says some... I don't I don't know. Maybe it's a military thing. I don't understand. Maybe it's a distance from the city blockade. Like, this is so many... He calls it like the... 42nd. Yeah. And maybe that, that's what that means. Like, 42nd... 42 miles or kilometers. No. I don't I know. I think it was the 42nd highway. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. But he calls it something like that, and they get there and realize that it it looks abandoned. And, uh... <sighs> Selena's like, we have to go. Yeah, they... <laughs> yeah. And Frank's like, no, like, this was the answer to everything. And... <laughs> I think he says, go fucking where? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he well he's like, yeah, we have to go. And she's like, yes, we have to go. And he's like, go fucking where? Oh. But then he stalks off to... Sulk. And watch a crow eating a dead man. And... For some reason, he kicks at it to get it off the dead body. And a little driblet of blood falls into his left eye. Thousand to one chance. (laughs) His right eye. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. I think it was his left. (laughs) His back left. 
<laughs> almost immediately becomes aware that he's been infected. Yeah. As and he stumbles back out and he's like, Hannah, I'm sorry I lost my temper. I love you. I love you very much. And she's yeah. like, what are you talking about, Dad? But then he like tells her to stay away from him. And, starts, and then grabs her and like throws her away from him. And then he starts... Stay away from her. Yeah. He starts twitching out. Oh my gosh. It's so rough. And mm. Selena is hanging on to Hannah and screaming for Jim to kill him because he's infected. And Jim's just about to do it. And then he gets shot. Frank. Frank gets shot. Frank gets shot. Which makes me think... I personally think that these soldiers were waiting the entire time. Ooh, I didn't even think about them. I don't think that they just happened to show up. Because they rise out of the bushes and they have like some ghillie type gear on. I don't think it's a full ghillie Kinda. suit. But they have like some I stuff. I think it's a chemical suit, actually. It might be. You might Because they have like that. booties on, too. But they come up out of a... They're pretty well hidden and they pop up out and you realize that's where they were. And like, I, I don't think they were just crawling up to them that whole time. I think they were there already and waiting. Which is... I mean, it kind of tells first things to happen in the future. Well, but you, you don't know that until yeah. later. But um, um, they are using the L85A1 rifle. Um, and I, I don't remember everything I read about them, but its predecessor, I guess, was not good at all. Huh. And that was supposed to be improvement, an improvement on the SA80. But I guess people still thought it wasn't that great of a rifle. But the military was using it. Yeah. Sometimes the lowest bidder wins out. <laughs> it was an Enfield. Oh. If I read the article correctly, it was made by Enfield. I don't... <clears throat> maybe that's not true. Maybe it's not true with the military, but I know that... And I'm sorry, I don't, I don't remember the astronaut. It might have been Neil Armstrong. But there was an astronaut that was famously quoted as saying that as he was firing up through the atmosphere... And he heard things rattling and clinking around him. <laughs> the only thought that he could think of was the ship was built by the company that was the lowest bidder. <laughs> Not so, a great thing to have in space. <laughs> so they're led back. T- well, they're driven to uh, an old like mansion. Yeah. Yeah. In a state. And, and nobody asked them why they didn't get there sooner or where they were. Because they show up at just the right moment. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just two minutes sooner, guys. A minute sooner. But no one asks. Mm-hmm. Whatever. They're all in shock. And they go into the building and they're greeted by Christopher Eccleston. Well, even as they're driving up, <clears throat> there's some weird leering between from some of the men. And then he says, uh, coming back to the compound, one male, two female. I repeat, two female. He doesn't even say one male. The second time. I don't think he does the second time. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong. Well, that was dick face. Yeah, but the emphasis was he very was like, oh, I repeat, two female. And like, it's Mitch. That's Mitchell? one of Jones. Jo- no, Jones was the No, cook. I think it's Mitchell. I think it Mitchell. is Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell. Dick. Yeah. I'm just saying I would not have gone looking for these people. Uh-huh. Like, whether it's The Rising or it's 20 Days Later, finding the military never goes well. I mean, in fiction, yes, but I also don't think it would go well in real life. Because the system that they were following has completely broken down. Yeah. And they are essentially under their own command. That's a scary thing, yeah. It is a scary thing. I mean, they were following the orders of the lieutenant, but, I mean, he was doing what he wanted, you know. Yeah. I think we'll get to it. Um, So, 
they go in and like Hannah and Selena are like getting settled and um uh Christopher Eccleston's character whose name I can't remember um is leading them yeah leading Jim around and showing him different things and he brings him to Miles was it Miles No What was his name Farrell was the only no, Farrell was the, the sergeant. He brings him to the outside where it's a courtyard. The Mailer. 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 Uh is was one of their troops that got infected. <laughs> well hung up the sheets to give him more of a dramatic effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was somewhere right around there, but fuck me. Um he shut the door behind him whenever yeah. he went into the building. And I thought that he was going to lock him out there with Mailer. When I first saw this movie, I oh, thought... Because yeah. I knew... I, I had a feeling these guys were bad news. And whenever the door locked, and Jim's like looking at Mailer walking towards the door, and the door's closed, and you hear it go clunk. I really thought he was going to go into the door, and it wasn't going to open. Like, <laughs> the first time I saw this movie, I was like, oh, fuck. And somebody up above was going to like let a chain let the chain go or something. Yeah. Oh. Just you start hearing like... As they're like unwinding the chain from Who's the that fucking idiot soldier who couldn't cut his own fucking hair? Remember him? Idiot I think soldier. Jim does him, in, does him in with a crowbar. Come on, point. Are you saying we see him cut his hair? No. But like, he's sitting at the dinner table and his hair is like... Like he just took like a buzzer and like just just like stabbed his head with it. <laughs> I didn't notice, but oh yeah, maybe it was a style at the time. I don't know. No. I, no. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or he was horribly scarred, but it didn't look like it. But anyway. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I think that he did have like some some scarring issue going maybe. on. Maybe. He was the one that was like, oh man, I thought it was fucking Christmas. Oh, so, so those eggs, yeah. I had a couple of times in this movie mixed it up with other movies oh of course you did so let's go into each one um at one point i (laughs) i had this thing in my head that whenever that they and i think it was i am legend that i was thinking of they make it to the uh like the research facility yeah the the safety place the the base that they were heading to base I'm on base you can't get me um and then uh I think spoiler alert I think Will Smith dies right before they get to the no. to the research facility yeah well I mean may- they're behind maybe. his bulletproof glass and the lead thing is shattering it with his head. So he stuffs them into the chimney or into the fireplace or whatever, or the clean out and shuts the door. And then he pulls the pin on a grenade. And as soon as main mutant guy breaks the glass, he lets go of the pin. But that's okay. You mean just before as in like, then they go to that place. Yeah. Like immediately yeah. after. And we don't really see anything. But it else. wasn't like they were on the way and he dies no. on the way. He dies at his own place. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, um, I misunderstood what you were saying. My apologies. And spoilers for the movie. Oh, <laughs> um, there was another point too mm-hmm. where I don't know. It doesn't matter. But anyway, doke. Um, so I feel like the way that um, and I don't remember his name, but um, Doctor Who's character, <laughs> Sergeant Doctor Who, um, Sergeant Who, he is basically trying to make this seem like. Uh, the post-apocalyptic version of like 
like a drug commercial. It's like we have hot water and we've got landmines protecting the facility and barbed wire fences and it's like everything commercial. Everything's gonna be okay. Do you mean like, like a resort or something? No, or? I mean like you know like. See him, and then like all the, the <laughs> oh, the and dark, it shows you all this yeah. bullshit that you're gonna do because you're on this drug now, right? Like the dark filter gets <laughs> pulled off the that light. shit. It's like you'll have extra energy, like feel better, and then the side effects are like side effects include all the things you're taking the drug to avoid, mm-hmm. and then more. Sometimes including death. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So and- I just felt like that, like the way that he's talking about it, he's like, forget about all this terrible stuff. We have, and he even says we have hot water, the first step towards civilization. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not. And he also like, is like, so how did you hear about us? Should I get somebody points for their refer friend? Like, yeah. come on it's- down, Jim. Let's see what you won. <laughs> Let me see your coupon. <laughs> You're the closest without going over. <laughs> Uh, oh, Bob Barker. So And now Drew Carey. Spay and neuter your dogs, people. <laughs> Jones is making food. They keep calling him Doris. Doris. Um, he's making food in the kitchen and, and Jones. uh Jonesy. Uh Christopher Eggleston takes Jim to the kitchen and he's like so what are you cooking for us and he's like it's a surprise (laughs) i don't ever want to hear that whenever somebody says that they're cooking for me like not in that tone no like i don't know it just made me really uncomfortable (laughs) yeah and presumably because this is after jim has looked outside and they're like they've just killed a member of their party and they're driving around having a good time with their property, oh, presumably yeah. without asking them. And they're just driving around in their cab and like trying to run Jones over. And he's in the middle going, come on, it's not funny. It's not I funny. got stuff to do. So they're presumably using their food to make them dinner, which I mean, fine. But like, I don't know that they asked or anything. And I guess they brought eggs. I, I, I don't know. No, I, don't I think so. I think Jones had the eggs. Okay. He just said that <clears throat> they turned. Um, so they go and get freshened up. Uh, when they were looking at Mailer, yes, uh, he stops just short because his chain's just short enough that it doesn't reach Jim and Dramatic Lieutenant, chain. who, um, <laughs> and Mailer's there like you know doing the zombie cough and stuff and throwing up blood and a lot of blood, <laughs> like, uh, obscene amounts of blood, yeah. <laughs> like two times doing that and you're done. <laughs> Um, the blood volume in your Yeah, body. it was like half a pint each time he threw up. <laughs> uh, but he says, he's telling me he'll never bake bread. He'll never do whatever a normal person would do again. But he will tell me how long it takes for the infected to starve to death. Yeah. Moving on. So he... He's very Obi-Wan Kenobi about things, because Jim says, the answer to infection. You know, in a way, I have that here. Jim, I am your father. Oh, oh no, wait, that's that's from a movie. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But then he says about Sergeant Mailer, he's like, he's like, I, I, I kept him here for observation to learn things about him. And Jim asks if he's learned anything, and he's like, in a way, <laughs> from a certain point of view. No, no, I haven't. So, um... Jim and Selena and Hannah go get ready for dinner and then they they come down and they're all sitting in the dining hall and everybody except for Christopher Eccleston and he comes in and sits down last and his uh what do they call it his uniform 
Yes. Like his dress. Blues. His dress blues. That's what they call it here. I don't know what they call it over there. Dress greens. Your dress bluesies. Um, and yeah, were, I, what were they? I guess they were army. They were like olive drab, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's olive like, drab? yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, so you made spam and beans or whatever? I don't, I don't remember what he yeah. said. Tinned ham, tinned green beans, and tinned something else. And then he's like, and what's this? And he lifts the thing, an omelet, and he takes a bite of it. <laughs> it's a very and- solid chunk of omelet. Yeah, it's not like floppy like omelet eggs usually are. <laughs> but uh, he spits it out immediately. <laughs> like, did Jones, you... did you notice these eggs were off? <laughs> thought the salt might cover the taste. <laughs> oh, get rid of it. Not how cooking works. I mean, I'm not, I don't profess to be a good cook, but I know that if something smells bad, you probably shouldn't just put stuff on it to make it not taste mm, so bad. This isn't the meat packers of Chicago anymore. Because it's going to be really hard to defend <laughs> It's going to be really hard to defend the wall when you're shitting yourself, <laughs> which is pretty much what happens when you eat <laughs> spoiled, spoiled meat yeah. and eggs. My grandma wouldn't throw anything out. Oh, God. Like, she'd have, like, a bag of potatoes, and I'm like, Grandma, did you notice these potatoes were off? <laughs> and she's like, that'll be fine. She starts peeling them. <laughs> Cutting the roots that yeah. have grown <laughs> off yeah. of them. Nope. But damn, she was a good cook. Yeah. Damn if those <laughs> potatoes didn't taste good in the end. <laughs> Did you know that pregnant women are not supposed to eat sprouted potatoes? So, like, if a, if a potato starts getting the little eyes on them, you're not supposed to... I don't want to eat anything with eyes on it. I don't either. Um, no. It's a weird... I don't know why. That woman was a magician when it came to gravy. I always get, like, flour lumps in my gravy. Like, her gravy was just like, oh, my God, to die for. You're not doing something right, then. I... I well... Clearly not, but she had the secret to it, and she never. We'll, we'll told talk me. after. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> join us for the after podcast, <laughs> where we talk about food. <laughs> um, oh boy! So, <sighs> I'm fuzzy on the chain of events here. All right, so they are so. not sitting down to eat the omelet, and they're kind of like poking at their tinned foods. Mm. And an alarm starts going off, I think. Or, like, floodlights come on. Oh, but just before that. um, Eccleston shows his disregard for... It's just people killing people like it always was. Oh, because Sergeant What's-His-Face is like, perhaps when everyone's dead, that is a return to normalcy. And Eccleston's like, all I see is people killing people, and that's the way it was before all this. Ha <laughs> ha, let's all laugh if you met our new age sergeant. Har 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 har. But he's not wrong. <laughs> Human beings have been on the planet for a blink of the fucking eye. And it turns out he's the only good one in the bunch. It turns out. One and out of nine. So. <laughs> he... count mailer. <laughs> so then Selena's like, Hannah, you're not eating your food. And she's like, yeah, well, I want to go bury my dead dad who's one of those people that he's talking about yeah. and like he kind of realizes for a second he's like, oh yeah i guess i'm being an asshole <laughs> and then the alarm goes off yep sound the alarm I it's not a good alarm either i no. mean it's not a bad one but it's not like the siren head alarm but i don't understand why they have an alarm so they have tripwires that'll explode explosives that'll blow explosives and they land have mines. that is enough of an alarm to let everyone know something's going on why? It could be a raccoon. Oh, you know what? I don't think that the alarm goes off. I think that the building shakes. Oh, because something blows up. Yeah. I thought I thought the alarm went off, but I, I'm pretty sure the alarm does go off. I'm 
I'm almost positive there's an alarm because I remember thinking there is an alarm, but it's whenever um it's like what's his face escapes. No, I'm almost positive there's an alarm, and what I'm because when when they all go running out, I hear the alarm, and I was thinking I heard the alarm, and I was thinking why have an alarm when you have claymores going off? Also, these things seem to be attracted by sound, so why have a really loud... It wasn't an air raid siren. Max is right. That's later on. But it's a different sound. Like, it's a different siren that goes off. But it's definitely, like, an alarm that's going off at the same time. Because they're all, like, uh, Feral yells something like, uh, man your posts, and they all go running out. Man your posts. What is this, 1776? Is that joke in poor taste? I Maybe. don't know. Maybe. So... But it was over 200 years ago. Bond a number, boys. <laughs> My favorite thing that... Uh, what was his... Clive... Uh, the... Barker? No, no. <laughs> Although I love Clive Barker. Um, <sighs> Owen? No. He was the first host of... Uh, who Whose line is it anyway? Drew Carey? No, the first host. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking he about. He was British. Mm-hmm. Oh. Clive... <sighs> I don't remember the name. But he said, I forget what, it was either uh, Colin Mockery or Ryan Stiles said something. And he's like, when are you going to do whatever? And he's like, when you give us back our 13 colonies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lost my shit over that. That was the funniest shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, at any rate. <sighs> at any rate. So, they all go out, boom, boom, kill a bunch of things, and then... <laughs> Prove that they are awful shots. And the one's like, I got one! And he's like, yeah, keep shooting, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you give him a rifle? You soppy cunt, I oh, believe okay. he said. Because, <laughs> I mean, bullets don't grow on trees, and uh, presumably they but can't... Air- Sure do. They sure do. <laughs> None of these people can hit a fucking thing, and they're all just spraying bullets everywhere as if it's a renewable resource, and it's yeah, bullshit. <laughs> they're not. There's no conservation of ammo. I mean, they killed like eight infected, and they spent like <laughs> seven hundred rounds to do it or more, <laughs> including at least that many alone out of just the fifty cal. Because he's out there just. I looked up what gun that was, but I didn't recognize the name. Whatever, it's a large gun. That's it is. It's a of. it's a light machine gun. Some kind of anti personnel. But yeah, after expending <laughs> I, a ridiculous I amount of I just want to point out every gun is an anti personnel gun. <laughs> <laughs> every single one ever made is an anti personnel weapon. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so like they're hooping and hollering too because they're a bunch of and then sorry mom. Uh, I'll bleep that. Uh, <laughs> and then like Body parts and viscera are raining down around them. Uh-huh. And nobody gets infected. Nope. <laughs> you see that? He bounced. And they're kind of showing just sort of how callous they are at this point. They just don't care. Like, he ba- I've never seen that before. He bounced. Because presumably he hit one, the infected hit one landmine, got thrown directly onto the next one that blew it apart. And that's what's raining the chunks down. And they're saying he bounced. I... I don't know. I wouldn't be celebrating over that. No, none of this would be okay. I wouldn't feel great about any of it. Mm-mm. I don't. I've never been a soldier. I don't know how war works. Like if you're in it, but there's a certain part of you that have to be desensitized to it, or at least turn off to it and disassociate. But at the same time, the practical part of me would think, oh, fuck, I got to go and replace all those landmines now. Yeah, and drag <laughs> the bodies off the wall. Yeah, line. every one of them dig new holes and like. They do mention they have claymores though. Yeah. So shortly after this, one of them makes a gross comment about 
one of the women. Sel- uh, Selena. That's yeah. They come and back it's in. Mitchell. She's holding the machete and. Oh, like, you don't need that, darling. Uh, yeah. Not when yeah. you've got this something or other. Yeah, I'll let you grab a hard piece or something or something like that. And he he like grabs her and starts like trying to kiss her and stuff. And Sergeant Goodface, Farrell, whacks him on the back with his rifle. Mitchell. And Christopher Eccleston comes out and is like, Farrell, what are you doing? And like, <laughs> scolding the wrong person. Yeah. Well, he does. He does send Mitchell out. He says, "What's what's the first on duty?" And he says, "Removing the bodies from the lawn." Or no, what's the first on duty? And he says something that doesn't sound super pleasant. And uh, Eccleston's character says, "Well, then get to it." Like that's his punishment for being a prick. Um, and then he makes Farrell go and clean the bodies off the lawn. But I don't what remember. What was the first on? Yeah, he, like he said something. It, it was. was on first. I think it was. Re- <laughs> yeah. I think it was like resetting the some the static emplacements. Um, Is that, I think that's a thing, and that kind of makes you think that he's punishing both of them equally. But uh, I mean, moving dead bodies is kind of the worser task, uh, considering how infectious they are. I would, yeah, tape plastic bags on every part of my body, including over my face, and then die immediately <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Look what happened today. <laughs> uh, so. Then Selena and Hannah go upstairs and Christopher Eccleston is like, so Jim, here's the deal. I promised these guys women, so I'm taking yours. And well, they're not really his, but (laughs) no, I mean, yeah, Yeah. it is weird. And he basically just like, I I, keep talking about them like they're things. I promised them a future. That's how he was talking about them. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, just like. So somehow he thinks that he he found one of his men with his gun in his mouth and he stopped him from killing him. It was Jones. Yeah. He stopped him from killing himself because he told him that there is a future. Basically I'll lure women here and you can assault them, get them pregnant. Basically uh, don't breathe style, but never mind. It doesn't matter. And repopulate the earth. Who 30 days after this happened is like, it's the end of the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, theoretically, much sooner than that, Jim's parents did that. True. That's a good point. (laughs) At least they didn't hurt anybody else. Yeah, they just peacefully did their own thing together, and it's kind of sad and sweet. But But, yeah, that's when he realizes he's just fucking weird and crazy. And Jim's like, Hannah, Selena, we're we're fucking leaving. We gotta go. We gotta go. And he, like, grabs them and they start running out of the house and he gets hit with the butt of a rifle. Be just a little bit more surreptitious. Yeah. Just just a little bit. And then... Um, Farrell. Farrell. Well, Jim comes too and Farrell is, like, pointing his gun at the other soldiers. Like, he's like, we have this. to let them go. Yeah. And he says he will shoot them. I kind of wish he would have, but... None other step, I'll shoot you. And he's got like six people around him, all with guns trained. I mean, him. he's fucked. He would have been killed anyway, but he should have known he was going to be killed anyway. Yeah. Take out Mitchell. Go for Mitchell first. Mitchell and the lieutenant. Yeah, if you can take them both. And so they get him and they get uh, Jim. And what does Lieutenant say to Jim? He says that he's going to give him a chance, but then he doesn't do any of that. Like, he just waits and Jim's there with a. Concussion potentially ble- bleeding into his brain, and he just goes, "Okay, 
Okay. <laughs> You'll have it your way. Like, yeah. Like, all right, sir. Okay. You're not going to eat your dinner? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go to your room. <laughs> you just got hit. Like, he was running the opposite direction, and someone hit him in the head really hard with the butt of a rifle. <laughs> so he just got hit in the head going like 30 miles an hour. <laughs> going 30 miles an hour. It seems excessive. <laughs> I think it's accurate. <laughs> I think the fastest human on earth could run like 23 well no i'm saying he was running in one direction and the rifle hit him going the opposite direction they mm. clung together really fucking hard okay it's the amount of force that he was hit with he was hit with like two newtons <laughs> <laughs> how many one trillion decibels of force wow. hit him Let's see, how many millipascals is that <laughs> so gigajoules he... <laughs> they get locked in the basement or something and I don't know what that is. It's like an outhouse. Yeah, I don't know. They're having this whole conversation. Well, well, they're not. No, Farrell's talking running. at him, and he's like, "I saw, I saw planes. I saw planes. Planes are here. Planes are a thing. It, that's the the rest of the world is fine. We're just quarantined." And he's like babbling on like a crazy person. And Do you think if the second movie is to be believed, that's true. It was well, just like Britain. But they they could have kind of just been like, hey, you know, we we're watching out for you guys. It's okay. Just like, eh, they'll they'll figure it out. Just let them go. Like, let yeah. the entire country go. It's fine. So, the rest of the soldiers come in and they take Jim and Farrell and start walking them out into the woods. Well, Mitchell and Jones do. Yeah. Yeah. And killing spot. And they t- yeah they take them out to the killing spot where there's a bunch of fucking bodies mm-hmm. and, um. They kill Farrell. Well, they start having an argument because Mitchell's like, I'm going to, I'm going to stick him. He's fixing his bayonet on his rifle and he's going to stab Mitchell. And Jones is like, just fucking shoot him. Yeah. So he does shoot him. And then Mitchell's like, well, you want to shoot me? You fucking cunt. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And they start fighting and (laughs) Jim being so brilliant just throws himself yeah. into the pile of bodies <laughs> this is and when waits Jim for becomes, them to pass this is when the movie takes a turn for Jim it does yeah. he becomes a resourceful motherfucker he becomes Liam Neeson and taken <laughs> um, and he leaps over a fence with barbed wire and his shirt comes off which how did it come off over his handcuffs and over his whole head yeah. without him really noticing <laughs> oh I thought that he did it on purpose. I thought cause... maybe he did take it off to put it on the barbed wire to yeah. jump over it, but how did he get it off with his wrist fucking manacled? Oh, they were zip-tied, but... Yeah. Well, I, yeah, So, I he gets over the fence, and they're like, ah, well, he's fucked, he's gonna get eaten, so yeah. let's just not worry about him anymore, and... He's dead. <laughs> he's got no shooter, no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no shoes, no service. <laughs> and so, they go back to the house, and... Jim is like, well, fuck these bitches, and he goes out and start, well, he sees That's a, an airplane. That's when the siren happens. He yes. sees an airplane go oh, overhead, mm-hmm. and he's like, Farrell was fucking right. <laughs> and well, yeah, it's because he starts hiding in the woods, and it, as he's running, he falls, and that's when he sees the the airplane. But just before that is when uh, Mitchell and Jones start liberally just spraying the woods with bullets. Yeah, yeah. and the corpses, and and just just. <laughs> Anywhere and everywhere. Shooting all the things. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's that amazing air raid siren. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's like a hand crank one, too. Yeah. It's like... Like that. And they were, at the time, demanding that the girls get dressed into fancy clothing that the lady of the house had originally owned. Yes. Which adds a whole nother fucked up element to that entirely. Yeah. And so... 
then the the air raid siren starts going and they're like somebody's at the air raid siren and they uh uh the guy with the weird shaped head and uh christopher eccleston go to check it and they leave mitchell and jones and a couple of other people in charge of the wasn't there at least one other person that went with them it was, it was no, it was just lieutenant and was it bad haircut guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought, I'm pretty I, sure there was the only two. I thought it was one. like three, but all right. And Jim's like playing secret agent man, like ducking around the vehicles that are out there, mm-hmm. and manages to get the jump on bad haircut guy. Yeah, and kills Gives him. Gives him a really bad bop across the bunts. Like skull shattering. Yes. I mean, if you're going to hit some in that situation, if you're going to hit someone, hit them as hard as you can. Yeah. I mean, make well, not, a crowbar. I'm I not, mean, somebody's skull will just crumble. I thought it was. Well, yeah, it was. Um, I'm not advocating for violence. I'm not he saying. Do, he Gordon Freeman the shit out of him. I encourage violence. <laughs> um, <laughs> encourage violence against people who are going to physically assault you. Yeah, I have written down here they all deserve to die. Dot, dot, dot. And I they will. One of my notes is I don't feel bad for one no. single one of them. But the thing is that this... Okay, so the first time we see Jim and we start to realize that something has happened to Jim and Except he's started to... Sergeant Fennel. Farrell. Farrell. Fennel, yep. Uh, the moment we start to realize that something's happened to Jim and he's let violence transform him to something t- totally different or his need for you know, survival... He's become into... the embodiment of rage. It seems that way, and also a ninja. Uh, also, he's a ninja. So we see that the... for a bicycle courier. Yeah. <laughs> so the the camera's panning forward, and it pans following bad haircuts eyeline or uh, um, line of sight, and it pulls out in front of the truck, and we see Jim there. And then when bad bad, hair, bad haircut gets to the front of the Bare car, Jim is up on the catwalks <laughs> above him. Yeah. I don't know how he fucking managed that. He's Batman style. He goes up to the top. And he like flashes by like the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. <laughs> don't look at my face. And that's when he makes like a clink, Mother, clink. can you hit? No, that's a different musical. <laughs> so he makes like a clink clink sound. And that's when Bad, ha- bad Haircut. Oh, I can't say it. Bear hair dare. <laughs> BHC goes upstairs and walks up the weird catwalk stairway, but doesn't doesn't clear line of sight first or i guess he really can't with only one person and just doesn't look fast enough and jim comes flying out of nowhere and just whack and he is done but Dunzo. it's such a good hit Dunzerino. <laughs> <laughs> so his skull's cracked Dunzerino. Dunzerino. and he well, like bleeding of the stomach right now <laughs> This scrawny little dude who hasn't Full eaten of rage. a lot of stuff and drank nothing but sugar and then ate tinned ham. Yo, he's Makoto Naganoing right now. He like almost three percent body fat. You know, lugs this kind of like broader-shouldered man, however far into their vehicle and puts him in the driver's seat. <laughs> their working running vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> And then runs on foot. <laughs> Back to the compound. I don't mean to bring up Makoto Nagano on every podcast. You do. Well, I'll do though. the mummy. Well, you do Nagano. I mean, I admire that man. I don't know that there's any movie Nagano wouldn't have been well suited for. I don't think of any. So. Sorry, that came out so weird. Um, he gets back to. The compound somehow way fucking faster than Christopher Eccleston. Well, he does. tears the 
wires out of the ignition. Oh, that's right. Um, oh, that's that's right. right. Oh, and Sergeant, what's or Lieutenant, what's his face is like just spraying bullets and tents and yeah, <laughs> yeah, looking for him. And so Jim gets back to the house. He is and a slim Jim at this point. <laughs> He's very much a slim Jim. <laughs> Takes out somebody outside, I guess, and shoot. Oh no, he has um, what's his face's bad haircut guy's yeah. his gun. L A L eighty five A one, and he shoots the chain that is holding Mailer in place. Very strong, clearly. <laughs> well, I think he shoots the what do you call that? The like the hasp or whatever. Something, yeah, but I mean, it takes them about as many bullets to do that as it takes any of the other military soldiers <laughs> to do anything with their Jim, guns. who's probably never fired a gun yeah. in his whole life. From yeah. the hip. He just kind of, and just <laughs> wings it, and... And Mailer gets into the house, and... The most dramatic. is scary. Yeah. He, he's like, he does the best infected scream out of any of them in the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. He's like, well, I, I can't do it. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> and that's when they're... Um, Selena convinces the soldiers to let him go for a couple minutes to to get ready, and that's she gives Hannah a Valium, Valium, two Valium, two, two, yeah. Yeah. Or, or more, or yeah, and gets her stoned as hell yeah. to not feel and anything. Mitchell comes in and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> and that's when um, hat guy, I don't know, yeah, what, hat guy, he's like yelling. We call at him that Nushenka hat, I guess. I don't know. And he's he's yelling at him and talking to him and takes a step back. And then Mailer's there at the window, and he turns and looks, and he's got bright fucking red eyes. Mm-hmm. It looks terrifying. He just mm-hmm. leaps through the window. And, of course... Taking out the... What do you call that wood in the middle? I just read that in my book. Uh, planchette. Nah. Starts with an M. Like, mental... A planchette no. is the thing from a Ouija board. I guessed, all right? I threw it Why out there. does that have to have its own name? <laughs> it does. Just apparently. call it an apostrophe. <laughs> um, call it a crouton. <laughs> Not a piton. I forget. The, the wood in the middle of a window yeah. has a special name. <laughs> Slams through that, and his he uses his, um, his special attack that charges up every 30 seconds and barfs on him. <laughs> <laughs> which immediately infects him. Yeah. yeah. And then he takes off running. Which I guess, they don't attack each other. Well, no. Affected don't attack each other, but they hate everything else, like animals. Yeah. How do they know? They hate the it's living. It's like pack instinct, man. I guess. Well, they're technically living, too. But he, he doesn't keep murdering him. Jones tries to shoot something, but he's like, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking jammed! And then he runs. Yep. Because he's a little panty waist. And he goes to hide in the cabinet in the kitchen. Under the sink. And uh, uh, Selena and Hannah use this opportunity to take off. And start like Scooby Dooing yes. through the mansion. And that's when what's his face catches them. <laughs> Where are you going? And then you see Jones going. Aah! Is it marked? It probably is. Probably. Maybe. I have to bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> is bloop trademarked? <laughs> I can't believe that's not. Uh... Um, but yeah, he goes. It's very. Very trying to be lighthearted in a not at all lighthearted situation where you see Jones go running by and then Mailer goes running by. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Ushanka hat guy. He does not because they don't know that he's infected. Oh, right. right, right, right. And yeah. then at some point, Eccleston comes back 
Christopher Eccleston comes back. Yeah, he finally yes. hoofs it back to the mansion. Uh, well, so that's skipping ahead a little bit. So uh, one guy is trying to oh. shoot Mailer as he is searching the room for Jones. And that's when Oshanka Hat Guy comes but out of nowhere. But he stops to like give like a soliloquy. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> oh, which fucking yeah. don't have a gun. I do. And then, yeah, Oshanka yeah. Hat Guy nails him from behind. He's like, surprise! And they start... Crab grabbing him on the uh-huh. counter, on the butcher block counter. And then Jones comes out from under the cabinet once the screaming stops and takes off running to leave and is looking behind him. And then when he looks forward, he runs right into a bayonet. Which yep. Jim is holding. Yeah. <clears throat> so he himself. He himself. It's a bayonet that was just displayed on the wall. Sticks <laughs> Sticking him. straight out. <laughs> yeah. And then he falls over. That's when Eccleston comes back whenever Jones is dying from a oh, fuck you Jones a very very deep stab wound because and the, there's one soldier left at this point yeah I don't remember his and name but he's two. the only he tells one the, the lieutenant that um he's like Mailer's been turned and blah 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 Mailer's been turned and, for a while um well he's just telling Christopher Eccleston's character this because he just got back to the house okay and then yeah, I don't remember that conversation. They get separated again, and someone does say Mailer's loose, but I don't remember when it happens. Yeah, and whatever. Um, that soldier ends up upstairs underneath of a bed, and oh yeah, Jim comes in and pulls the bed out, and then just leaves him there to get eaten by the guy in that. And... I want too. <laughs> He's hiding under the bed, and Jim pulls the bed away to to blockade the to door. Block oh, yeah. door. Yeah, and the guy's like, "I haven't got any fucking bullets." Yeah. Like, don't leave me don't here. Leave don't me leave, me leave me here. Oh, I'm like, fuck, fuck you. I'm you. Up, like two seconds from leaving you here. I would have kicked his teeth in. I'm already, leaving. I've already left you here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck but off. I would have stabbed you in the leg so you couldn't leave the room. <laughs> yeah. And then Jim goes running out and hears, um, whatever his name is, Jerkface, Simmons. Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell, that's the one. <laughs> hears him threatening Selena. And Who's Mitch McConnell? Why no is one, that name? No one we need to talk about. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not worth it. I've heard the name somewhere. I don't know who it is. Just, yeah. I think it's a government person. I can stay down there. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so he does what we all have been wanting to do since we met Mitchell. Drops down through the skylight. And... I, okay, at this part, Jim is like shimmying his way on the outside of the mansion. And yeah. then he like goes through a skylight into whatever, the boudoir... Yeah, and I thought Mitchell and Selena were looking right at him. I don't because <laughs> he comes like into the attic, and they're both like, "Yeah, yeah." They're hearing him walk around up there, <laughs> and they're they are kind of looking. The some of the he's camera angles, water, and <laughs> some of the camera angles in this movie don't work, and that's one of them where it's it's kind of confusing. It looks like he's standing on rafters, like open rafters. Yeah, and they're looking at him like they'd look at like a bat that's inconvenienced them by being in the house. <laughs> So he drags her into the bedroom, I guess. Yeah. And I guess that's connected by open space in the ceiling. I don't know. It's, and Jim yeah. Spider walks his way over there and hops down kid style. <clears throat> yeah. Got a cheeseburger kid style. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> yeah. learned. And then what happens? He sneaks his way up and beats the fuck out of him. The living shit out of Mitchell. Oh, real quick. You said cheeseburger boy. Um <laughs> He what did <laughs> this possibly be going to? Uh, earlier, they're having Jim and uh, Christopher Eccleston are having a conversation, and he's like, "Who did you kill to make oh, it here?" Oh. You would and, have had to have killed someone. That's not true. Anna didn't kill anyone. Whenever 
when That's he true. said that, I was like, Jim didn't. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'd already blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> and Jim immediately says, I didn't kill any Burger Boys. <laughs> Who did you kill? No one. Don't tell Selena. She'll say I told you so. <laughs> that seems very specific, but okay. <laughs> Um, he does beat the living shit out of Mitchell. Slams his head against the wall a couple of times. Until blood and... starts, like, splattering out. Yeah. I just realized, too, during that conversation, Christopher Eccleston tries to, like, he's like, but you did it for survival, right? Like, he's trying to justify his yep. own actions. Yeah. And there are a couple of other things during all of this that make me think that He's sort of regretting his decision a little bit to promise yeah. the men women mm. because he's realizing how terrible some of the soldiers Maybe are. Maybe a little. And he does say what At else? At least three of them are pretty terrible. What yeah. else could I have done? You know, what else should I have done? What what else could I have done? Like, yeah, I, you. That's an interesting point, and I, I do agree. It does kind of seem like he's regretting it a little bit, but he's also their sergeant, mm. lieutenant. He's also their higher ranking officer Ding officer because sergeant flannery was a sergeant flannel feral feral <laughs> <laughs> i tried to correct you and i got it wrong <laughs> sergeant not will feral um that's a promotion in the army you were so, promoted to not will feral thank you sir. oh thank god i was scared i was will feral for a bit i was gonna be stuck being will feral forever what a terrible fate. <laughs> I think it'd be worse to be John C. Riley, to be honest with you. He uh, at least had that role in Chicago. I don't, oh, know. I don't even. Well, okay, he did have that role in Guardians of the Galaxy. He did. He did. That's one strike in his favor, which doesn't make it sound good, but it is. Does, that's one <laughs> cut in one... his favor. <laughs> one severe injury to his favor. Um... <laughs> so, anyway, he. They all, Hannah, Selena. Well, hang on, hang on. You skipped a part that I really enjoy because oh. it's really fucked up. Oh, yeah, you just fucking glossed over that. He, I was leaving it open for you guys, but he slams his head against the wall to disorient him and then shoves his fingers, his thumbs, up to his palms into his eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really graphic. And his screaming is really, really intense. Still don't feel bad so for Mitchell. If you're, no, not at all. So if you're squeamish, I mean, he, he met with the end that he deserved. But if you're squeamish, I, you might not want to watch that part. Yeah, absolutely. They it's, all got what they deserved, except really for Sergeant graphic. That didn't Faulkner. part... That didn't part? That, that part, didn't part for me. <laughs> that part didn't affect me no. the same way that it affected you. But my reason for that is is that the Game of Thrones version of that was even more intense, in my opinion. No. And it's I mean, too bad Game so. of Thrones sucks. I saw this a lot earlier than I saw Game of Thrones by I 10 years. didn't remember any of this oh, movie. Oh, no, never mind. Except the penis. Years. <laughs> That's yeah. the only thing that I remembered was Killian Murphy's penis. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I mean, it's my opinion that Game of Thrones sucks. I know a lot of people like it, but I don't. And you're welcome to have your opinion. So after that, they're like, okay, we got to get out of here. And then Hannah's like, dee, 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 dee. Yeah. and Jim's like, is she fucking stoned? What is happening? <laughs> so and Selena's like, well, it's a long story. Selena, after he brutally murders Mitchell, yeah. he like, turns like feral-y to Selena and she's holding her machete up and he takes a step towards her and she raises the machete and then doesn't whack him to pieces. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that was more than a heartbeat. Mm, yeah, he did do that. That was my attempt at his brogue. Didn't yeah. come off. And then Hannah hits him with a vase. 
Because they were kissing, and he's like, she's like, I thought he was attacking you. I thought he was biting you. Yeah. At one kissing point, Hannah her. hides from Ushanka Hat guy oh. behind the mirror. That, oh that my god! Intense. I can't like, believe that mirror didn't. With move. her fingertips like oh. shaking horribly because he was already. Coach Nagano could have done that because he does the catwalk. Yeah, cat claw. What do you? What do you? Well, I mean, he does do the spider walk, <laughs> but he also climbs on uh, shower curtain. I just wanted to bring him up again. Mm-hmm. The but. The hat guy was already turned when Hannah was hiding behind. She would have been shaken up there, and he would have been like, right, You're doing right. great, good job." Yeah, hat <laughs> guy like looked at himself in the mirror and was like, yeah. And then he heard Jim shouting. I think. Yeah, it takes off. But he, yeah, uh, Kelly so, Murphy can get quite shrill when he wants to as well. Yeah, Selena. Yeah, what I mean, he he left Sergeant uh, Commander Eccleston, Doctor whatever, <laughs> alive. So he. he had to have known. I mean, he made it there. The Killian or Jim made it there without getting murdered. So <laughs> he had to have assumed that a military soldier could probably do it too, considering he knows the area. But I mean, he didn't consider yeah. that. He just starts running through the house, going "bah." And they they go to leave. So Hannah, Selena, and Jim all go to leave, and they get out. And Jim opens the back door to the cab, and. For some reason, he couldn't see in the window, and Christopher Eccleston is sitting in the back of the cab holding a gun, and he's like, you killed my boys. With a browning high power, for some reason. And shoots Jim in the stomach. And so... But Hannah's already Hannah got in the driver's seat. is yeah. in the driver's seat, and she backs up to the door and, like, honks the horn. And I guess Mitchell, I don't know, one of the guys comes out Mailer. And, Mailer. and punches out the back windshield and grabs Christopher Eccleston out of the, the car and theoretically turns him as well. And or just well, they murder a lot of people. Fumbles him to death or something. <laughs> then she drives forward and uh, Selena and Jim get into the back of the car and then there's some flashing and then it says 28 days later for some reason they before. They ran the gate. Yeah, the, that part's kind of cheesy. You're such a glosser. But as she's backing up <laughs> Dr. Eccleston who or person commanding officer Who's is going that? hannah hannah no Han-, like she's gonna listen to him like i think a more realistic but less <laughs> horrific moment then would have been like she backed up to the foyer or whatever it was and like nothing happened <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> there's no guarantee mailer yeah. was gonna come running out and smash through the window to get eccleston or there's no guarantee that like she would have timed it right she could have just hit him yeah <laughs> right? Boom. <laughs> Hannah, what oh, are you God doing? Damn it. <laughs> but like he's yelling at her to stop. Like, what do you expect her to do, man? Like, <laughs> to save your life? She has no love for you, and Lieutenant Shitface. You don't deserve any. But yeah, they. Although like, he's quite handsome. She says the gate's locked, and they're all like, "Oh no!" And and Jim, who's bleeding out in the back seat, just like ram it, ram it. <laughs> and they do, and they both fly forward and it like freeze frames. Yeah, and like, it's a little bit of cheese. And then okay, weird. so. It annoyed me because it was like 28 days later and then it flashes to a hospital scene like I guess it was supposed to be in Jim's memory like in his dreams or something. I guess so. Presumably. But it didn't make sense to put it there in my opinion because it seemed like that happened after 28 days like they just let his stomach wound exist for 28 days. They were driving for 28 days. Um, But they... (laughs) Then he he wakes up and he's like, ah, the curtains too. And then he goes down into the basement of the house that they're in. And Selena is sewing together uh, something with one of the dresses that the girls wore out. And, oh, it was hers because Jim goes, 
oh, shame, you looked really good in that, too. Yeah. And, which is a weird fucking thing to say, in my opinion, whenever that was, like, her you're gonna be raped dress, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a little, I mean, he's just trying to be nice, but it's not, that thing doesn't have great memories, man. Burn it. Um, Yeah. And so, she, they're standing there talking, and uh, Hannah is out laying out some sewn together stuff in the yard and then she comes in and she's like i heard it and it flashes to uh the sound of a plane flying over um (laughs) the best thing to look for survivors is a supersonic jet yeah and jim's like go 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 well hold on where the fuck are you going like it flashes over the these two um infected that are like yes, one's like leaning against a bridge and one's laying on the ground and they see the jet go overhead and they watch it like they want to chase it but then like they can't move. And then the one dies. And yeah, like, yeah. under the bridge downtown. <laughs> and it's like they finally died. So like it's two sets of twenty eight days plus a couple in between. So like two 56 months. Sixty six days plus yeah. Like so like sixty change. days. 61 days, somewhere in there. That's about how long it takes Infected to mm. starve, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, he would have got the answer to his question if he wasn't such a twat. <laughs> but they, it flashes back over to them in the house, and Jim's like, go, go, go. And they run out with the last letter of the word hello. Yeah. You couldn't have thought help is shorter than that. Um <laughs> I have that written down because whenever they're flashing, whenever it says 20 days later and then they're flashing through all the medical stuff, one of the flashes that they have is a sign on the hillside that says hell. Yeah, because she hasn't finished the I think that's the only reason they did that word instead of help, which would make more sense, was just for that shot, which is stupid. Yeah, yeah I, what are they trying to be? Far Cry 3? Which I think came out after that. They could have just made a smaller circle and attached that to the second L and made it spell help. <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, It just seems weird to me. I don't get it. It's, I don't. Because, like, I just imagine him flying over and being like, And then they go over and they start jumping up and down on the sheets, and it's a super happy ending because they get saved. Yay! Oh, yay. Did they... Okay, like, I understand. Jim was bleeding out. He was dying. But did they really feel it like they it was worth the risk to go to a hospital? Because they take him to a hospital room. Maybe even the one that he was first found in. And then she starts working on him and, like, shooting him with drugs and stuff. Because she's a chemist and understands how to do that. But, like... I, I she don't, understands how to repair a stomach wound. Apparently. Which... Would be awful. Truly... Uh, an awful experience but she says get morphine and she's telling hannah different things to get and hannah's like i don't know what these are and like she's going through it but i just don't like, know you'd have to be on so many antibiotics for so long <laughs> if if you repaired the damage yeah well yeah i mean <clears throat> you could have internal bleeding for a long well i mean you would have internal bleeding for a very short amount of time if you couldn't get it taken care of but i just i don't i don't know like i guess we're not supposed to think about that but like a hospital seems like a bad place to go because they're big with a lot of rooms. I wouldn't feel safe. Even if it was to save somebody, it'd be a really tough call. <laughs> Plus, like, infected people would have been brought there, maybe. To... Um, Probably well, not. They I mean, they turned in they 20 turned seconds. They turned so fast, yeah. Yeah. They, so, they would have called the ambulance as they were just about to get eaten. <laughs> yeah, I think they were... <laughs> so then you get to the end of the credits. Mm-hmm. Credits and... roll for a bit. <laughs> 
Maybe that's not what actually happened. I don't like the alternate. Yeah. We were talking about this earlier. We tried to keep shop talking. Here is it in a nutshell. They're pushing, well, Hannah's pushing Jim on a gurney and Selena is um, barking orders at her. Yeah. Like, uh, what do you call it? Um, Clearing the areas. Like, like making sure there's no infected. Um, Yeah. And then like, you know, she's telling Hannah to get like a bunch of drugs out of the cabinet and trying to like help Jim breathe and he dies. And the last shot is of them walking down the hallway. And it adds, oh, mm-hmm. that, that that shot is them wearing the dresses that they were almost assaulted in as they walk down the hallway. With assault guns. rifles and a pistol. Yeah. But this movie is dark enough and depressing enough already that a little bit of hope at the end is kind of necessary to not feel awful. Yeah, I mean, it. I, the first ending was just fine. Yeah. Oh, I remember the other thing that I got confused with. Um, okay. Some other zombie movie. What movie show, whatever, was it that we watched where there were zombies and, like, some people just weren't affected for some reason? Oh, uh, was that... Um, I mean, there was an episode of Supernatural like that. Like, some of the zombies weren't, like, total zombies. <clears throat> well, not even that they weren't total zombies, just, like, for some reason there were certain people who were immune to the zombie virus. Well, I mean, that's a big deal in the second 20 days, 28 weeks later, I guess is what it is. But, um, yeah. It's oh, not maybe a, I saw that. Maybe that's what it's it It's really just... The woman's a carrier. Yeah, it's And it's then not, probably gets her eyes gouged out by her husband. Oh, God. All Spoilers right. for 28 <laughs> weeks later. Uh, it's not worth it. It's got Jeremy in Renner in it, but he's not in it for as much as the oh, trailers. Jeremy Renner. They don't... He's not in it for as long as the trailers lead you to believe, which I'm really annoyed about. Am I am I <laughs> thinking of um, Contagion? Contagion. Um, Was, were there some people that just weren't affected by the, the pathogen in that? Well, there's been a couple yeah. of movies that, like, some people have been immune. There's always... I mean, whenever you have an virus, there's always going to be people who don't get affected. Was it World it, War but, Z? Uh, I'm just going to keep naming movies. <laughs> no. Yes, there were people in World War Z, no, World War Z who didn't get infected because oh. they didn't get attacked. Because no, the virus well, in wouldn't... the beginning, the virus doctor's talking. He's like five percent of the population's immune. Or something. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, I think you might be thinking of Land of. I tried to watch it, and I'm like, "This is fucking bullshit." Land of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Land Shaun of the, Dead. Of the... Shaun the Sheep. <laughs> oh my god, what is happening? I love I love Lucy? any British television. <laughs> Any British television. That includes, except Peppa Pig. It's just obnoxious. Mm. Um, uh, Sean of the Sheep. Sean of the Sheep. (laughs) Sean the Sheep is awesome. Any of the Simon Pegg and Nick Frost movies are awesome. Uh, Wallace and Gromit. Wallace and Gromit. Uh, Puff and Rock. My nieces and nephews watch all this. Well, they don't watch Sean of the Dead. but um, Uh, I believe Um, it's called... um, 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 Sarah and Duck. I haven't seen that one. Bluey? I haven't seen Bluey. I think that's Australian. It's on Disney Plus. I don't it's, have Disney Plus. Oh, that cute. would make sense because they're Australian sheepdogs. Yeah, I'm they? pretty sure it's, <laughs> it's they are, Their voices are definitely Australian. Um, I believe, and don't quote me on this, I'll have to look it up, but there's an amazing British zombie show, I believe called Stage 6, I think. Ooh. But it's really good. Um, um, I will tell you, Shaun of the Dead revolutionized the zombie genre. Sh- well, yeah. Okay. I would agree with that, but... Um, Thank you. Um, in... Okay. 
but um stage six is a, a fun idea because it's a the cast and some of the crew of a reality tv show that's like the cameras are set up inside the like big brother kind of thing oh. and they're on a stage and the <laughs> plague zombie plague breaks out and it's pretty rough um but yeah um all right so that's basically the end of the movie <laughs> basically the um end of the movie. vic what was your favorite part favorite part oh my favorite part is when uh oh shit what's douchebag's name the douchiest of mitchell all of them. mitchell when mitchell gets his eyes gouged out mm-hmm. and it's rough and awful and it's really oh, it a horrible way to go mm. he deserves it if anyone deserved it god forbid you deserve to die like that max my Pause. favorite part my favorite part was when they were running up the apartment building stairs and they look up and Frank's standing there in all his armored glory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that my favorite part was probably the uh, gas station scene in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. And also Killian Murphy's penis. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Um... Vic, what was your least favorite part? Least favorite part. Um, there's some rather questionable science and <laughs> adherence to rules yeah. in this movie. Um, I believe we call those plot holes. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's my issue is that the science isn't explained very well and they don't really seem to understand. They want this thing to be highly infectious, but they don't want to have to go through the frustration of dealing with actors and you know, protective gear the entire movie. So that's eh, a little frustrating, but yeah, it's not, doesn't take me out of the movie. But. Max. My least favorite part was when they ram the gate and like it freeze frames on Selena and Jim. Like, <laughs> like the end of Clue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to change that. It's oh, so good. we don't have to. Tim Curry. It's so good. Oh, okay. I'm sold. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, my least favorite part I think it was actually when Farrell got killed. <laughs> oh, no. Like the only good human that had been surviving amongst all these horrible humans. Yeah. yeah. Um, Poor Farrell. Fennel. <laughs> Flannel. Uh, Vic, what was the scariest part for you? Oh, man. Scariest yeah. part. There, oof, there are quite a few to choose from. For me personally, it would be slowly realizing that this it's all kind of wrapped up into one going to this military compound finding it abandoned (laughs) then getting rescued after losing one of your own and going back to another military compound only to find out that these military people are fucked up and insane at this point would be after 28 days (laughs) (laughs) would be really terrifying (laughs) Because you're so helpless in that situation. Yeah. And, I mean, Jim proves otherwise later, but, yeah, that would be it. Max. My scariest part. The most horror I felt from this movie. There's a lot. Mm. Um, like Victor said, um, there's a lot to choose from. The tunnel. Um, oh, yeah. You know, um, all that stuff. But my scariest part was, in the end, right after Mailer kills Lieutenant Who. Mm. Um, he's like, I think it's raining and he's like looking out after them driving away in their cab and he just does that infected scream Mm. that he does so well. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just, it's like. Ugh. Shivered your timbers? It did. Shiver my timbers. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, the scariest part for me, I think, looking at it as if I were in the movie, I think that the scariest part for me would be going to my house and not knowing what I was going to find there. Mm. And because like after that, I feel like I would just be numb. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have anything left to feel. It's just <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh. All right. Vic. Overall rating. Overall rating. Guys, I still love this movie. Nine out of ten. It still holds its shit after so many years. It yeah. Holds its shit. Some of the movies we've done. That I thought were scary before, like, didn't hit me as hard. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, this still gets me every time. Um, <clears throat> Max. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. Kitty. Um, I'm going to give it a 7. That's all right. Okay. 9, 8, 7. It's, it's all right. That's probably the closest spread we've had. <laughs> Except for... Well, okay. When we didn't basically agree on it, but okay. yeah, that was a stupid sentence. Right. Forget it. His house, Max. No, Vic. What? Uh, what's your scary rating? rating? Horror rating? Horror rating. Nine out of ten. Huh. Okay. <sighs> that tunnel scene alone. They shouldn't have been there in the first place. Mm. God damn. I'm also gonna give it a nine out of ten. I, I have horrible memories. I first saw this movie, and like the next day, I was just like dead. Mm. <laughs> like like the people in the movie. So this like this is I what just... did it. It killed your soul. <laughs> it did. And there was no turning back. And now you're dead inside. I went to a bad, dark place after that movie, and I never came back. <laughs> Event Horizon set you up, and then 20 did knocked you down. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it a five. Oh heavens, oh, that's awful! Scary reading. No. I just like zombie movies aren't They're like your thing. There were some, there were some jump scares that I really appreciated, and there were some parts that were definitely really terrifying. Um, but I just zombie movies and zombie stuff just doesn't uh, creep me out like like other movies. So. Well, it doesn't have ghosts, so... No, nope. but I will I like, say... It seems to matter anymore, either. I like me ghosties. You mentioned the jump scare thing, and I will say that this movie has uh, a really good jump scare in it. Good in the sense that it's not cheesy, it's not dumb. It actually works really well when he's in, in the house. and In his house? Yes. <laughs> Can't wait for that joke to get old. <laughs> but he's got the candle going, and they... They show it just from the outside, and I honestly don't think they even need to show it from outside because they show the candle enough times to set it up. But there's that one quick, there's that shadow that moves across mm-hmm. his peripheral, and he looks over at it, and then just fucking hell breaks loose. <laughs> That's where my mom left the room. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, oh, "No, nope, I can't do this. I gotta go." And yes. she left and came and sat out here and played a game on her tablet for the rest of the movie, we are... and then asked me what happened. We are blessed to have Kitty's mom here this week, and it was it was a lot of fun watching it for as much of the movie as she could take. Uh, I think the best jump scare is when Mailer was outside the window. Ooh, that's a good with one, With Ushanka too. hat guy. Yeah. Because, like, it wasn't really a jump scare, but, like, they look, and he's just, like, to suddenly realize that he was there. Yeah. It's like the raptors in uh, um, Jurassic Park. Raptor. I, yeah, I when guess so. Ellie, the door locks. Ellie. The- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, anyway, thank you guys for listening. We super appreciate it. The best thing that you can do for us is to share us with your friends. That, You're like, the best. Horror-
Yes. Bleep. Don't sue us. <laughs> We're too small for that. I'll just give We're that too a small. Job. All right. You'll never know what I saw. It was really good. Maybe. Um, yes. So yeah, do all of that. Uh, you... Give us a rating on iTunes, a five-star rating on iTunes, and I'll read it out loud. Yes. Oh, but you can also, if you don't use iTunes, you can also give us a rating on whatever you listen to mm-hmm. us on Ooh, that sentence was hard to get through. <laughs> it was hard to listen to. I was to actively you writing myself a map to get through it. Uh, and it will still help us out a ton. And what would help us out the most is just sh- infecting your friends with just our... just shitting your pants. <laughs> Vomiting the blood of hounds yes. of horror on your friend's face. Yes. Please make us infectious. <laughs> yes. Which is probably in poor taste given the state of the world right now. It... Oh, yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't do that in Corona times. Uh, uh, whatever. People are going to find out Leave eventually that we're assholes. Okay. If they haven't already. But yes, uh, you know, sharing us with your friends, telling your friends about us would help the podcast grow. If that's something you want to happen, then. If you want to happen. If you want to happen, help us with. <laughs> what and is gosh, that? Holly, do it. Oh my God. I am the master editor now for the podcast. Fair so, you know, what gets Good. left in there. God help us. Help you. I, and also, if I miss something, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I try my best to cut out the worst of Uh, so yes thank you for listening to us we appreciate it um thanks for all the support and if you have any suggestions or want to chat or whatever message us on hounds at jesus message us (laughs) at hounds of horror pod at gmail.com i'm creating ambient sounds yeah (laughs) um and if you if you have any corrections about corrections if you have any corrections about our pronunciation or understanding of british terms feel free to send them Looking at you. Of our pronunciation about If you just want to send us a list of British idioms for things, that would be amazing. Or a list of British idiots. That's fine, too. I mean, most of what I know, they're Scottish from the Scotsman and Samurai Jack. Oh, gosh. When he's just laying into Jack. (laughs) All right. But we got to go. It's late. Max, what movie are we doing next week? I fucking... I thought you guys were going to end it without even asking me. (laughs) Well, I didn't, and now you're mad at me for the thing that you thought I was going to do. Well, I wish we had done it sooner. He wanted to yell about it. Um, Because now, like, everybody's going to be like, podcast is over. We have to do it at the very end, because they won't listen to everything otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Max is infected with rage, but he's keeping it just, just under the surface. Yeah. Uh, It keeps me warm at night. Uh What are we watching? We are watching... I don't know if any of you listeners have figured it out with everything I've said through the podcast. I haven't. But we are watching Shaun of the Dead. Because Shaun of the Dead references 28 Days Later. That's literally the dumbest reason I've ever heard. No, it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. Yes, we are doing the excellent Shaun of the Dead. Have you seen it before? Yeah. Oh. Then go fuck yourself. It's like the best zombie movie. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so we will be doing that. And uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you really should. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's it. That's everything. Talk about next still time. Here. Bye. 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 Ow. I hurt myself. <laughs>